You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey, but we want to reach this out to a wider audience, and doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's Cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside of my good co-host Schmitty, and today we're joined by a very special guest. Even though he's made many appearances on the show, we got Jacob. How is it going, Jacob? How was uh, being stuck in Vancouver for four to five days? Oh, the worst. <laughs> God, isn't Air Canada the best? Oh, you just gotta love Air Canada and so Rogers much. Too. Oh, frig off, Barb. <laughs> God, that was that was the worst. There's nothing like two weeks, you know, you're ready to come home and they're like, four more days, just stay there, you'll be fine. No. Yeah, that's tough. Like <laughs> I just remember like you were just, like it was like a daily thing and then I went from like Wednesday to like, yeah, I can't go back till Sunday now. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> like yeah. so fun. Yeah, that's oh, not wow. fun. What are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. That How was, like, was one of uh... my biggest fears going into Montreal was, um, looks like, so yeah, we're recording this right now, and uh, a Matt Murray trade is in place, it could happen any minute now, so uh, anytime you hear a phone go off, we're going to be looking over at it to see if uh, anything's happened, so. I know. Yeah. Ottawa's um, only retaining 25%, so, well, anyways. <laughs> so the biggest thing oh. was... When I was going to Montreal, I was afraid my flight would get canceled or delayed, but thankfully mm-hmm. that didn't happen getting there. Same with getting back, so no complaints on that front. But, uh, ooh, that's and uh, Rogers, ooh, uh, yeah, that Rogers, uh, that Rogers week or day was a little bit of an oopsies, man. Kind of just killed Canada for a day. We're, we're trying to like get, get drinks at like a corner store right near our Airbnb, and like none of the like debit machine wasn't working. I don't think the credit was working either. I'm pretty sure it was only that debit, but I, I saw some places had like it so that like none of the machines were. I don't know. Like just either way, that's what happens when your country has like like two or three, whatever it is, like major companies like Rogers and Bell and all that. How fun! And then like. The main airplanes are like Air Canada and WestJet, and uh, having problems with that. So, love it. Yeah. Other than that, Montreal is so fucking uh, fun. The draft is going to be in Nashville next year. We had such a great time in like three days of it. Next time, we're going to go for like five days. 
see if we can get more interviews in and also bring along like Jimmy and Reagan if possible. Hell, Jacob, you could even come to Nashville with us. Dude, as soon as I saw I was in Nashville, I was like, I am going. I want to go to Nashville so bad. So Nashville's just kind of party. And like their arena's right on Broadway, bro. Like it is. It sounds perfect. <laughs> so can you guys uh guess when the last time a draft in Nashville was hold? Hell. Mm. Nineteen ninety eight? No. Well, after that. Two thousand seven? I don't know. No. Guess two thousand three. Ah. That that, Nathan Draft two thousand three was held in Nashville. Two big pieces of the Blackhawks uh, dynasty were drafted that year: Brent Seabrook and Corey Crawford. And twenty years later, the Blackhawks, right at the bottom of the barrel, will be. Okay, so yeah, the Matt Murray trade. The Matt Murray trade. Um, it looks like oh, what, what, you it's a third, a seventh, and Matt that? Murray. Yeah, yeah. It's Matt Murray. Yeah. 25% of his remaining salary. Ooh, so he's 25% retained and a third and a seventh going to Toronto for basically nothing. So they get okay, Matt bro. Murray as a consideration, baby. Like, I guess, bro. Like, I don't get that though. You're the Leafs. You need a good goalie. Why are you taking a cap dump goalie? Is that third really worth it? Kyle's really digging on his analytics right now. That's crazy. Hey, no, he's a Sioux Greyhound. Fuck with those analytics go crazy yep. for him. I guess. Jeez. I'm also a certified hater. Fuck you, Matt Murray, for ruining us getting the seventh. <laughs> Matt Murray is literally the reason the Sens have Alex DeBrincat, bro. Like, no, apparently crazy. that trade was still going to go through with the 16th. They were just going to add more. That's so lame. I, I somebody somebody tweeted that afterwards saying like don't hate Murray that that trade was still going to go through, which is it absurd. Imagine if you don't get the seventh. Yeah, whatever. I don't like to think about that kind of stuff. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about what, what are we talking about next? I don't care about the Leafs. Anyways, uh, you're talking about now the Nashville draft next year. Oh well, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Nashville's a Nashville's a fucking crazy city. Like, there's a lot to do. So I don't know if anything will top Montreal from like a pure like just atmosphere in the in the in the stands. Like, it was crazy. Like that draft was so much fun. It was like a drug. I was thinking like this would be like an every couple years thing. Like with the draft, like we go like every alternating year, every second mm-hmm. year, or whatever. I don't know, man. I really want. To, I really want to go to Nashville next year, and I'm already like thinking about saving up. I got to get my password and shit, though. But oh yeah, definitely, definitely in time we'll get that. Um, yeah, like just I, I think like we only we're only there a few days. Like what think what, what like how much better it would be if it was, if we were there for like five days with the whole crew. I don't know if we would actually get tickets to the. To the draft, we looked out. Schmitty, you got the tickets. Like, I imagine it'll be hard to get. And isn't the thing with Nashville that, like, you can't be, like, out of state or whatever, or, like, you can't be out of state to purchase the kind of, like, tickets for the game? I don't that's know if that's for true. playoffs. But oh, that's like, for playoffs. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah, you're good. That's, okay, Nashville's, so, that's Nashville's way of keeping Blackhawk fans out. That shit doesn't apply to. Uh, <laughs> Even though they don't have to yeah. worry about that for a few years. Am I right? No, Nashville still wants to make money when the draft comes around, I assure you. They will definitely take your money. Um, <laughs> okay, that's good to know at least. Yeah, for sure. Shut up and take my money. Exactly. And, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever been to Nashville? 
Me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you told me one of the stories. Weren't you in Nashville when, like, during the Hawks? Yeah. Oh, yeah the I remember that. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Nashville for the Anaheim uh, Nashville series, and I met Brian Boucher at that event. And Brian Boucher seven. told me how fucking uh, the Blues were going to beat us in six, and Anaheim's going to beat us, or Anaheim's going to beat Nashville in six. And like the exact opposite happened in the Anaheim series that the Hawks lost, but gives a shit. Um, <clears throat> but then I went again, like 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 a couple of years ago. I went for a Vanderbilt South Carolina game, and uh, dude, it's so much fun. Like, there's it, it's just one giant party. That's the best way I can describe it. And like everyone's super, like the hospitality there's great. Like you're not gonna have a bad if if you have a bad time in Nashville, it's because you stayed in your hotel. That's all. That says more about you than the city. Exactly. Yeah, cannot wait till we're in Bridgestone Arena when the Blackhawks select Connor Bedard first overall. Anyways. Oh, God. um, So we're going to quickly get through the pain of being Blackhawks fans right now. Um, Even though this was, like, rumored for a while now, the inevitability has finally set in. No, it's like we knew this shit was going to happen, like, what? April? Like, Oh, no, no one – no one Pretty cares about that. We're talking about Dylan Strom not getting qualified. That shit hurts, man. That's no, my favorite Blackhawk. But we're not surprised. We expected it was going to happen. So I mean, no, nah, like honestly, all the moves they made today were very like that. They all made, or at least were the writing was on the wall. And I'm glad that the Athletic posted that article, at least with Kubalik and Strom, or at least that tidbit that said they have tried multiple fucking times this year for everyone that's like, oh, why can't you just trade it for assets? It's like, motherfucker, no one wants to pay Dominic Kubli $4 million. No, no. No one wants to pay Dylan Strone $3.75 million. I don't give a fuck what y'all think they're worth. That's not what they're worth on the market at the mm-hmm. end of the I don't know, man. I'm, just, I'm tired of being a dead horse, and I got to explain no, it to every single person because they're like, he makes no yeah. sense. He's a good player. It's like, he's a good player. He'd have value for the team. Exactly. So he wouldn't be here right now. Play. If he was a good player, he'd be that's traded. Literally, because they played him in the best spot to get traded for and half it's still a season. Work out. No, dude. And I'm just saying, like, there's more than just scoring points, and that's the case for Dylan Stroh. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's evolved this game a little more this year, but for a guy like Dominic Kubelik, he doesn't do anything without the puck. Like, he's not worth his qualifying offer. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone says. And, like, you can't trade that qualifying offer because no team is no. even going to want that no. unless they're trying to hit the floor. And even then, that makes no sense. Sorry. Like, that whole thing just makes no sense to me. And it no, gets on my nerves. Yeah. Like, you oh. see, you're going to see that a lot the next couple of days as it's coming out who wasn't qualified because fans are like, oh, why didn't you qualify him? And it's like, well, he scored 19 There's goals. a lot of teams really like that. Really, million. that guy didn't get qualified. Like, all I'm going to say is, like, people are going to be really surprised how much uh, Strom and Kubelik signed for, like, with the teams they signed for. It's mm-hmm. not going to be as much as they think. No. And it's just because that's what other teams value them at. Because uh, newsflash, when you play with Patrick Kane, that usually, like, deflates your value a little. Because, like, they're mm-hmm. not going to do that without Patrick Kane. As much exactly. as I hate to say that. But, like, it's again, you could already it's a tale as old as time. We can go a decade older mm-hmm. than that one now. Like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Also, Kubelik, the sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Kubelik, whatever. Like, again, like you said, like, yeah. after the first year, like, pretty much the whole NHL figured him out. He's a one-trick pony. He can't really do anything else. I remember just looking at his analytics. Like, the one good mm. thing he was good is, like, shooting the puck. Like, one time, the puck, yeah. like, other than that, all of his analytics, like, microstats were just brutal. His microstats are terrible. 
terrible. Dude. And you know what? It's great because the eye test speaks it too. And like mm-hmm. the people who just box score watch, they're like, duh, gets 15 goals. I'm like, dude, those 15 goals are not worth it. And some of them, I, I remember some of them was like trying to troll me and they were just like, well, put him in the top power play or like put him in the positions to score because when the puck's on his stick, it works. And I was like, okay, newsflash genius. Like other teams know how that shit works. It's crazy how like in Wester Alex Ovechkin yeah, can't just sit at the left circle every time. No mm-hmm. other team can really do that besides him. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, back, no, sure. you know what's a great example, Jacob? Victor Olofsson. That's another great yeah. example of that kind of player. Like, he's the only thing I'll give Olofsson is this year he surprised me because he at least worked on some stuff. I still think he's just a one trick pony, but he's what. I would have hoped Kubalik would have been is 25 to 30 goals. And his microstats are like just okay. Instead of hot garbage, but listen, you know, it's easy to play armchair GM and be like, well, they should get a second for him and a third for him and a second for him. GMs aren't going to pay that. Why give up a second when he hits free agency and you give him 1.5 by two years. I'm sorry. That's, again, that's the like, thing. Like, honestly, like... unless someone gives Kubalik a four times four, I'll like, like, Cool. I'll yeah. genuinely be shocked, but um, I just don't see a world where that happens. And like, that's the I thing. Like, I feel if Kyle Davidson got like even a second round pick for Dylan Strome, he would have made the trade. So, mm-hmm. and he was trying all year. Like, we heard that multiple times. Going since. back to the previous regime, oh, yeah. they were trying. Yeah. Yep. He was they were trying that off season. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to when we talked to Ben Pope and Scott Powers in like September. They were talking about, like, yeah, they're looking to move him. And we were like, well, that doesn't make sense. And then they put him in the right spot. And it was like, all right, well, now try to move him. And no one still wanted him. Dude. I remember in like, April 2020, there was, a, like, a, I remember Elliot Freeman said, like, I wonder if uh, Dylan Strom is a guy that the, the Sabres target. Like, this is going back two <laughs> yeah, years Yeah, that now. was uh, that was also at the start of this year, even, where they were like, I wonder if Strom for Middlestad makes sense. And I was like, eh, you're just trading, like – yeah it's like why why bother oh man and it's just like i get some fans arguments where i get some fans arguments where it's like you need a center so like that's Mm -hmm. true in regard in some regard but like we have sam effort that's good enough no like okay i'm not even trying to be that guy but like if you're trying to suck in your center cores like taves johnson fucking Kara and gives a fuck. Yeah. Like you're gonna yeah, suck. You, like, you're gonna suck. And that's the plan. Like if you, a good chance. if you don't know what the plan is at the Blackhawks by now, you're you're kind of blind. It's to be bad. It's to and be like good... 2015 Sabres bad. Like that, that's exactly. I was gonna and, say, come trade deadline, you probably don't even have Johnson and Taves. It's probably like oh, I think Harris. I think they're all gone by the deadline. That ass yeah. with all salary retention. Like there's just. Mm-hmm. There's no world where I see yeah. them all in the roster. And that's another reason you couldn't just qualify uh, Strom and then try to trade him with salary retained. you got to have those retention spots because you know Kane and Taves are coming up. As much as you'd like to just offload the $10 million, if you retain yeah, half on Kane... Retain half, you get way more. to retain half of it and bring salary back. Yeah. Yep. And that's fine because, like, what the hell else are you going to spend it on? Who are they paying? <laughs> Literally, who are you paying? And, like, that's why Wednesday's going to be so interesting because, like, they're going to sign guys on one- to two-year deals. I'm just curious to see oh, yeah. which guys they're going to sign. Because, like, let's be honest, like, the ideal goal is, like, you get Patrick Kane to hang around to the deadline. He boosts a bunch of dudes' trade value. Mm-hmm. You offload oh, yeah. everyone and get a fuck ton of assets. But like that's that's the pipe dream, and like mm-hmm. not everything works the way you think it's gonna work. Did so, you see them getting his chosen back? 
No, not a chance. No, no. that's a that's a Bowman guy. You want to know that's why? Because that's enough. a he shall not be named guy, and we've seen fair already. Enough. Kyle Davidson does not like those guys. No, that's no, true. I was really is like the exact opposite of Stan Bowman, and no, like that's cool. Fair. I'd love to see where this goes because like we've seen where the other side goes. Mm-hmm. So. No, at sure. least we I, know, like, for better or for worse, like, we know this team is going full-on tank mode. That I like. Mm-hmm. There's at least a direction. There's something in place. Well, there's stuff that needs to be worked on, like, in terms of uh, asset management, which you and I... Yeah, I have been harping on that one for yeah. a minute. Um, but hopefully he gets better with that with time, because definitely mm-hmm. he's going to have time. Like, let's put it this way. If you traded Alex to break it, that just tells me how much of a leash you have with the front mm-hmm. office. So... Like, you yeah, got a they're going to be in it for the long haul, definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is fine yeah, because the next couple drafts, from what it sounds like, at least this next draft sounds like it's the best draft in the last eight years. I have heard that multiple times. It, yeah, this draft I think is comparable to 2015. Yeah. And Just like, with like the super high-end talent players and then the incredible elite depth. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I – Let's put it this way. If you're going to go scorched earth any year, I've seen Bedard. Like, anyone who has half a brain can watch Bedard's highlights at 16 and be like, yeah, yeah. if you're going to go for that top three pick, this is the year. And also, like, the fact that there's, like, three, four, five guys under him that, like, even if you don't hit on mm-hmm. Bedard, like, yeah, they're not going to be that level. But, like, yeah. a Mitch Coffin, Fantilli, a Benson, like, all those dudes are going to be fucking there was talk before this draft went that Wright would go like sixth next year, and he ended up going fourth this year. So it just shows how stupidly good yeah. next year's draft is. Even if you finish bottom five, it's you're just you're getting so much. And, and, and they're gonna finish bottom. Like think about it, they yeah they were trying to win this year and finish bottom mm-hmm. five. And that's like the thing I kept harping on with Pierce when we would talk about this. It's just like, dude, they they kind of sucked even when they didn't want to suck. So like you don't really have to sell off that much. They that's have- what makes me think they're really gonna be bottom three. Oh like, yeah. They don't, they don't have to try if they're going to be bottom three. I Who are like. the goalies going to be next year? Well, Peter Morazic. Morazic and who yeah. the hell else? It doesn't matter. I mean, maybe they bring back Lincoln in. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't mind. You could literally put Dealey on it. I would not care. Like, like, yeah. The plan is very clear. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. And like, I forgot you guys got Morazic. Oh, yeah. And like, it's a good time to be a forward on the Blackhawks if you're one of these young guys. Like, Philip mm-hmm. Kirsch is about to get the best opportunity he's ever fucking had by mm-hmm. far. Taylor um, Radish, too. Taylor Radish, Radish you're, you're about to get legitimate chances in the top six. Um, and chances with Kane. Dude, be, yeah. put Boris Kachuk with Kane. Let's see what happens. Like, like yeah. we, he's Let's never been put in a spot like that. Like, yeah. even when he was with the Hawks last year, he was a fourth-line guy. Like, you will have the chance to see what all of these bottom six guys you have have. And mm-hmm. if any of them have any bit of upside, like this is the time you call up like an Evan Barrett, Pierce. This is mm-hmm. the time you call up like, a Michael Tepley potentially. Mm-hmm. Like when the season gets later on, you, like, you need to see what you have up your system. The right NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reichel, you have to be careful with because I don't want his. Yeah, you don't. Shattered. You don't want his confidence shattered, and you don't want him picking up the bad habits of a team that's nope. tanking. You don't nope. want him going in there and just mailing it in because you know they're not. going Now, work. if you're gonna call him up, you make the line Reichel tapes Kane. Do not give a single fuck. Do not yeah. give a single fuck. You yeah. put him with the best players you have on that team still. If he's Absolutely. There. You do not yeah, no, you, toy you with this. Call you him put up. him in the bottom six. No. Like, you don't make him earn it or anything like that because no. he's going to be playing with third liners who don't give a fuck. You need to just prepare gonna... him for when, like, a Frank Nazar comes up or when exactly. you draft this next centerman potentially that's mm-hmm. going to come up. Like, you need to prepare him for that. Absolutely. And, like, honestly, last season they didn't really give him that chance with the top guys, I'd say. Like, yeah, they put him with Doc a couple times, which was fine. But, like, he never got a chance with Kane. 
yeah. you can give him a chance with Kane this year to see if Riker can you absolutely play should. with that skill. Because you need to find that out right now, with, especially with a lot of these guys. Sorry, I'm tangenting. No, but. yeah, don't worry about it. It's 100% right. And kind of to finish up the point, like, Kyle Davidson is moving on from he shall not be named his old guys. Like, he mm-hmm. bought out literally the deal that he shall not be the named last year made. So Awful deal. He said that that was the best college player he'd ever seen play hockey. And literally, your, your eyes stink, Bowman. I'm sorry. Like, holy stink. There's a dollar in the jar. I don't <laughs> care, dude. Like, <laughs> and, like, honestly, I don't blame him for buying out Connolly and uh, Borkstrom, especially because Borkstrom is basically no cheap. money. Yeah. yeah. And Connolly, hey. like, like even though they have no one, I still don't want to waste a roster spot on it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's the main thing is it, the money doesn't matter about buying them out. You have infinite at this point. You're paying mm-hmm. two guys $10 million Even with the cap that all. they have against Duncan Keith, it's like $5 million this year, 5.5. It's not going to matter. Hurt still got $17 million. If anything, the big thing, though, is to the cap you're not playing those two guys on the fourth or third line. Now you can bring up a Reichel for a couple of games. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. And, like, I don't know, man. Like we're gonna see a lot. We're gonna learn a lot about this team this year and what we have. It's gonna be like a 2015-16 Leafs. It's gonna be like a 14-15 Sabers, and that's okay. That's yep. okay. That's the plan. I I think most of the fan base that understands where the direction is can go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that Kyle Davidson's gonna pick up some trips tricks along the way because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to st- like. This is going to be a rebuild about quantity. This is not going to be a rebuild yeah. about quality yet. Like, unless yeah. you get that number one pick, that's going to change a mm-hmm. lot. Even but if you get Bedard, you probably don't want to get your expectations. Still want as much as you can get. Like, well, because un- unlike unlike the Leafs, when they tanked, they had Marn already. They had Nylander. They had Riley. You guys oh, got- I'm saying, I was saying that yeah. strictly based off of how the NHL roster is constructed. Yeah, that's true, too. It's just not like, the system. Not the system. Yeah. No. Don't don't get Bedard and then immediately think, oh, we're ready to win. No, like, no, 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 no. Probably is... gonna want to wait. No, but the thing is, if you get a Bedard, it's gonna have to change stuff because you're gonna have to put quality forwards on the team to play. Absolutely. Um, but you have to plan right now as you need as you don't have a chance at Bedard, and you need to get mm-hmm. as many assets as possible. Absolutely. Like, as many cracks at round one as possible. They have two right now. That's a start. Uh, that's you the have thing. the whole yep. season. You got one definitely in the bag with Kane when he gets traded. Like that's a what's given. up? What's the second crack at round one? Oh, Tampa. And so let's be honest. First, yeah. Listen, I first, forgot two about that seconds trade. and two third. One trade I love that Kyle Davidson made at the draft was trade. flipping that late third for a third round pick for next year. Which that was the Dallas be... one, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's how pick. you get more picks. That's how you get more mm-hmm. picks. He got all of his guys he wanted on Friday, and he said, you know what? We'll just go in the next year. They already picked, like, 11 guys, too. So. Yeah, they, were, yeah, they had a bunch of picks. They had four third-round picks that round. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens, though, for sure. We're going to kind of touch on the players later that, like, we kind of want to see the Blackhawks go after. Obviously, they're not going to go after any of the big names like Johnny Gaudreau. Like, if Kenny Malkin's hitting the market, that's why the, I'm really excited yeah, for the free agency that which we're showing. Yo, he's finally going to go to the Hawks. Let's go. <laughs> Full Hawks circle seven six years, years later. later. That's right. I like that. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. Back when, and, like, Blackhawks trades revolved around trading Brent Seabrook and, like, Artem and Nisibov. So, so chill. <laughs> so chill. Uh, bring back the good old days. Bro, I remember Pierce. You remember this too. There were legitimate conversations about Ovechkin getting traded to the Hawks. Like I people were like brainstorming this, and I have oh text messages from Connor that was like, 
oh, well, you know, if you do like Seabrook and Isimov in like two first, I was like, dude, <laughs> keep in mind, this is right before Seabrook fell off the cliff. Yeah. Like, just think about it. Like, a while ago then. Oh, dude. Like, Malkin's either going to like do some – Malkin's either going to do the right thing and go to a winning team or he's going to fuck up some team's cap for a long time. <laughs> There's no in between. I know. I, I don't know if he wants to go to a winning team. He has three cops. What more do you need? Like that's uh, to prove that he's the number one center because he's always been in the shadow. And that's second. definitely a thing. That's definitely he's, playing a he's role. He's always been right second yeah. fiddle, not only Dude, on the Dude, Sid's getting his way right show. now with every yeah. signing. Mulkey no, does not it. have shit. Mm-hmm. He is 36, though. At one point, do you like actually care? Uh, I don't know. High competitive drive. Know. We'll get into that. Ah, maybe. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I kind of want to touch on because the big thing with the Blackhawks is oh, what does uh Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves think about? And I really do think they get traded by the end of the year. Like they only have one year left on the yeah. contract. The people that I'm more interested about is Seth Jones, Connor Murphy, and Jake McCabe. One Seth Jones just got traded here. After he got traded here, he got signed to the huge contract. They obviously the Blackhawks gave up a lot in terms of assets and money wise to to get him on this team. And then they signed signed Jake McCabe to a four year contract in free agency. He wanted to be in Chicago. There's a possibility. I don't know if this is true. Like he might have. There might have been a good chance that he left money on the table. And then hmm. Connor Murphy. Well, he didn't sign here. Like he was traded in the Jamerson yeah. deal. He's basically been on a bad team his whole life. Like he's 29. I'm pretty sure. Like just yeah. signed that extension. Do too. they do they want do these guys want to put up with it? Put up with this. Some of them. Like I mean. It... <sighs> I don't know what you can do with Jones, even if he wants to leave. That's such honestly, a hard... I'd rather just keep Jones at this point because the price to get rid of him and retain salary. It, it would, it would be so. It's such a hard. Like I don't even. You might be able to actually get value for him because we've seen right-handed defensemen can get you literally anything at this point if you're lucky. Rasmus um, Ristolainen. I want to make one quick point on Jones. One of the and you have to remember this. Mikey Stevens brought this up, and multiple people have brought this. I forget the other person that brought it up. I think it was Ben Hope that brought it up on the podcast. When Seth Jones signed this eight-year deal, it was with full intentions of becoming the next captain of this team. You have to I was going to say, if Taves he's is going to get that now, he's going to stick around just to be a captain. I'm telling Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Because he's, he's going to be the next captain of this team. He has to be. Especially he he has to be. Gone, yeah. yeah, to break it was going to be, he's gone. Maybe Murphy, but I would give it to Seth. No. Like, you have to. He's yeah. going to be here for the longest, like. Murphy's one of those guys, if you're going to go scorched earth, I think he gets you, you can get the most one. value, not after Kane. You can get so again, right-handed defensemen who are shit get you a lot. Great right-handed defensemen who are good, he could get you such a fucking haul on a good draft year, man. McCabe's a little tough. He kind of regressed a little this year, if I'm not mistaken. I'd get I no, don't need McCabe around. Yeah. I, he I would likes keep the city. <laughs> I would keep him, and you have and to. That's have a guys. big thing you need right now. You need players that want to be here and like this yeah, because it's exactly. be tough few years at least. You also, no, and that's why like. Uh, Jacob, like I know you mentioned, like Tyler Johnson might get traded. I don't think he will. He has stated multiple times he's cool with sticking around for even he's won his cups. Like that's a guy you, you know, need that's, to stick around. Like that's genuinely totally just for middle six depth, you need a Tyler Johnson. No, um, and a guy, and, and again, it gets overstated. I feel in hockey a lot, but like you need a guy who's been there and has won the cups. Like you need that what, kind of presence in the locker room. What would be cool to see if what Tyler Johnson said is correct? If he did what uh, I think it was Vermette did. Or maybe it was somebody else. He gets traded and then he just signs back. You know, he's only got I mean, one year that left. That really happens. So, like, we. I, have, but if he's going to do that, he'd go to Tampa. Like, let's yeah. be honest. That's true. You're right. But like, it would be cool to see something like that. Then you know yeah. there's 
still something in Chicago that guys want to play for if they're willing to come back when it's this bad of a situation. Listen, I'm still like I I am a firm believer that like if the Hawks can get their shit figured out in three years, Kane will come back. I there's not a doubt in my mind. Like How there's a couple of these guys that will come back strictly for a legacy reason. If mm-hmm. you can get good by the time they're ready to you know have that last season before they hang it up, yeah. but that's not the goal right now. The goal is no, to, you don't. You don't worry about that because in three years it might not be possible. You just try to get to that point. Exactly. That's way too far ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, like we talked about this for months, Jacob. Like Connor Murphy could get you probably the most next to the bracket. We talked about that many times. Yeah. Because just how coveted the right-handed shot is. After seeing what DeBrinket got, and I'm not going to shit talk anything, I think think Connor Murphy gets you more, which is – Extremely sad to say. You're probably not wrong. There's never a world that should happen. But, like, he probably could get you so much more. He signed, right-handed, hard player. Teams just – Philly would give you, like, the next seven first for that. Yeah. That's – and that's a tough decision, too, because, like, obviously, Pierce, like you mentioned, he signed that with the previous regime. So, like, that's not his guy. He signed the extension. I really believe he could have gotten more. Mm-hmm. We were literally recording a podcast when he signed that extension last year. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, but like at the end of the day, it's his decision. Like he is a part of the leadership core here. Like he could genuinely want to stick around. But like like you both have mentioned, like he has been around a losing team for a long time. His whole life, he was basically one of the only few players excited to be like at that 2020 bubble because, at yeah. the very least, like he played meaningful games, like pretty much his whole career. And he had a fucking nasty ass assist in their elimination game. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bobby or Connor? I love it, man. It was the best. Oh, like every defenseman was fucking balling. He was a genuinely Fleeter Cuckoo only motto were in their Taves and McCard era, and that's <laughs> honestly for like five games. It was amazing. <laughs> but um, like yeah, I I don't think Jones gets moved. Murphy he controls his destiny, and McCabe I think sticks. That's just my personal. No, that, that's fair. Especially because McCabe know- signed here as a UFA. I don't think he's gonna wanna. Mm-hmm. Kind of knew where the team was. Oh, it's not this here. year. Yeah. If he if he sticks maybe long enough, maybe he decides yeah. maybe I don't want to be part of it, or maybe I just don't want to. Yeah, yeah, if you guys absolutely tank out and you're like, yeah, give him a year and if, he might want. If to you're like, if you're like Sabers bad and you only get like 50 points, he might go. I can't do this again. I live that. I don't know. I don't know if I can do <laughs> that again. Right. It's the same thing with Connor Murphy. Like he was Arizona mm-hmm. to Chicago, and then Dick McKay was Buffalo to Chicago. Like, yeah, yeah some of them so are much. hard because like you want to think like, oh, some of these guys and some of them just, they've already been through it. Like, if you've been on Arizona and you go to a team that sucks now, you're like, I just want to win, man. I just want to play. There's also some guys that just like stability too, you got to remember. Like, Mm -hmm. there's some guys who don't really care about winning. They're just like, I'm making a bunch of money and I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm making a bunch of money. My family's in a good spot. Like, you got to remember, like, family's a big Mm -hmm. role too. Like, Jake McCain's got kids. Like, Mm-hmm. That's I, why, like Dylan Strom, like I get DeBrinket's gone now, and that probably, I guess, that maybe it's easier for like the Blackhawks to get rid of him, like because you have to worry about that friendship. But like Dylan Strom loves Chicago. Like he, I don't know if he's married, but I know he has a daughter. Like he's again, you want people to play here, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like if, if he did, like Dylan Strom doesn't really fit their like style of play. Like they want fast, speedy centers, yeah. and it also depends know, on what he wanted. 
Like, do you really just want him to stick around for one more year as a qualifying offer if he wasn't committed long term? And then trade him? Like, yeah, it's, that's just bad. Uh, I think he wants security. I, that's it. even worse asset management when you think about it because you're just pissing off the player at the end of the day. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we're going to sign you and trade you. It's like, what the fuck? Just let me go. Yeah, at least like Carl Davidson's like, okay, like, I don't know if this is like exact conversation now, but like at least Dylan Strom is in free agency now. He can like maybe not sign like a long term contract, but at least sign like a couple to like two or three years and get some security. It is really but, cool. To see all three Strom brothers are in free agency, this that's, that's right. crazy. What if they Dylan, all Ryan, and Matthew, I would love that so. They much. all go to Detroit. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just be be the new uh, be the new stalls, please. I'd love that. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Like, I need all the Stroms either on the same team or in the same division, so they're all playing each other. <laughs> oh man, that'd, that'd be great. fun. But um. Honestly, like, Pierce and I kind of talked about this in Montreal once all the trades happened. We were like, we're going into mm-hmm. this season. Like, you wouldn't think it, but, like, the defense is kind of the strength of the Blackhawks right now. Oh, it definitely Which is, is crazy. Not only like, on the main team, but in, like, the organization. Like, the, Oh, the 100%. Like, like, their prospect like, pool for defense is way yeah. better than their forwards. Um, <laughs> but Especially it's with just them like, drafting Korchinski and Renzel. Like, and, like, it Pierce and I really talked about this with like Renzel specifically, like having guys like Murphy and Jones allows you to draft a guy like Renzel because you're going to have mm-hmm. that stability on the right side, at least for a couple of years until either yeah. one of them maybe wants out or, um, you know, you might mm-hmm. find a time where the Seth Jones trade makes sense. Who knows? Um, I just don't see it happening for a while. Like, I think I've said this multiple times, like it's not going to be Seth Jones isn't getting traded for at least three years. Just because yeah. the con- the contract's going to be like almost as movable as OEL, which yes, it did get moving. But look how right. OEL yeah. was on the trade market for what, like three years? Three like, years and yeah, for a while, definitely. <laughs> look what it took to get him. Yep. But I digress. I Even like the left side with Kevin Korczynski, like you still have Jake McCabe. Like Caleb Jones could take a step this year. By the way, they they tender qualifying offer with him and Mc- and uh, Phil Kershev, which I think was Good. the the right thing to do. They also mm-hmm. did let go of White Kalanick, which I don't think he had he a spot in the organization because he just doesn't really fit the bill. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Dylan Stroh and Dominic Kubalik are gone. Another name, Andre Altabar-Makian. Uh, again, like he had a decent year in Rockford. I just don't know if he's going to be anything, and that's like another guy. That's another he shall not be named guy. And David, Kyle David's like, no, we're just going to let him go and move on. But apparently I heard they're looking to sign, like, a lot of depth for the AHL team, which is a good thing. Like, you need some veteran leadership on that team. Like, that team was good they last year. Good. Like, they were one of the better teams in the second half. Like, you got great cold tending from Soderblom. We saw defensemen like Ian Mitchell and, like, Isaac Phillips really take big steps. We saw the Fords take big steps, specifically Reichel, even, like, Michael Tepley. Like, if you got, a, like, a few more pieces around there, like, that could really help. Mm-hmm this team like take that next step and then maybe like in a few years when you get these prospects going through the system like Korchinski and Nazar and Renzel and so on and so forth like that's when you can start being a, a Calder championship team and then you promote those guys mm-hmm. yep it's all about it's all about making the system better right now it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about making the NHL team better no. at least for this mm-hmm. oh yeah and like you got it, you got like we we preach this so hard. Take your fucking time with these prospects. Do not rush Kevin Korchinski. Do not rush Frank Nazar. Do not rush Sam Rizal. Do not rush the guys that you drafted in the second round and beyond. Yep. Let them play. 
like specifically in the case of like Sam Renzel, I think he's going to take like probably four years. He's probably going to spend his whole four years in college, and I'm pretty sure he has like another year to play in the SHL. He might take all the four to five years. He's a junior in high school. He's definitely a yeah. project. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is go right to the end. Right, yeah, right to the NHL. Mm-hmm. If you have a good AHL, it's good because the kids have a system where they can learn and they can play and they're winning. So the worst thing the Sabres did was their NHL team sucked and their HL team was like bottom three for four years straight. And it was like, what are these and guys they good this year? They were good this year, but like right, when, the Eichel, when, the, when the Eichel, when the Eichel kind of like was drafted – we had no guys down there. We had no leadership. <laughs> guys came in. They learned nothing. They went to the NHL. And they were just thrown to the wolves. Have something down there, even if it's a couple older players. It's just it makes a world of a difference. Yeah, like I I know you had Brett Conley down there last season, but like honestly, I feel like that buyout was respect to Brett Conley because I feel like he can get an NHL contract somewhere. I thought the buyouts would keep him and like again play him on the main roster, but again, that's uh. Kyle Davidson just looking at him like, no, this is not my guy. I'm going to buy him. Not my guy. It's not really. It's not like it's yeah. going to hinder them at all. Like they, they, if anything, it helps them. They need to get to the cap floor. They're not going to have a lot of salary tied up. Yeah, but getting AHL leadership is definitely like something that is not. I'm not going to say it's hard to get, but like is more available. Yeah. Than like it's, it's not yeah. something you have to build through your system. You can go no. pick that up and teach the kids no. how to actually have work ethic and stuff. Because, like, clearly that's what Kyle Davidson's trying to build these kids off of right now is having a strong motor, work ethic, like, just, like – And, oh, boy, did they – And then pretty much everyone they draft fit that build mm-hmm. at the draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, You know who I think Seth Jones could be if the Blackhawks ever get back, like, get back to the Talent Cup contending in, like, maybe seven or eight years? They're Eric Johnson. The guy who – I'm pretty sure yeah. Eric Johnson was traded to Colorado as well – Signed a long-term contract with there. A lot of wandering in the, in the woods. A lot of lost at sea for his team. But then you see that team being slowly built around them, and then he kind of goes into a smaller role. If that's what Seth Jones can be. I mean, I ain't complaining. Anyways, yeah. that's that's just a thought. That's a that's no, a pipe dream. Completely fair. Um, yeah, kind of more on the the players they picked, like. I didn't really watch any of the highlights to it, but the, the development camp started today and it runs through Friday. Like, how quick of a turnaround that must be? You get drafted like th- three, four mm-hmm. days ago, and now you're heading out to the team, like to the you're already playing with the other guys. And you're playing against all these prospects. Like, mm-hmm. that must be that must just must be such a whirlwind. On top of like Absolutely. being drafted and like all the interviews they had to go through. Like in the case of Kevin Korchinski, like he had such a long WHL season. Like he lost to the the, the Edmonton Oil Kings in the in the and the uh the the Western Hockey League final and like I think less and then they played or no sorry I'm thinking Edmonton but no but like either way like that's a long season and then probably less than a month later you get drafted, drafted. Like three days later then a t- turnaround you're going right to Chicago and you're in development camp for like pretty much a week so that must be a lot. Absolutely Frank Nazar was there too and then I think Sam Rizzo, like pretty much everyone made I'm pretty pretty sure every draft pick they had was there. Yeah. Yeah, I would including their Pierre Engel, they drafted in the second round. <laughs> What's what was the quote for uh, the Finnish guy? He's like six foot eight. What was the quote for Mike Donahue? Where it's like he's kind of naive. He's from a little town. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know why you'd say that about your draft pick, but I mean... <laughs> he's submissive and breathable. Um... <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, but um, yeah, development camp's always fun because everyone's gonna make their judgments off of like fifteen second clips. Yeah. That you post on yeah. Twitter. Kevin Korchinski <laughs> got 
beaten wide. He's yeah, a terrible I, defender. Yeah. I literally already saw someone tweet. They were just like, oh, was the ice bad today? Or was everyone skating like they had sticks in the mud? And I was yeah, just was- like – Oh, this is going to be painful. Yeah, well, everyone's jumping is... to conclusions on fucking development count. Like, I literally don't care. It's just nice to see the guys skiing around. I don't think it means yep. anything to them. No. I don't care. Just no, like... wait till the wait till the prospect camps and the, the actual, like, training camps before you, like, actually yeah. look at these guys. I guess, at least, like, when you watch those, there's, like, actually competition against other teams that could be, like... Like, I remember in 2019, like, we saw Kirby Doc and then a few years before that, we saw Alex Debrinke. We're like, okay, this guy could really be something special. Maybe they don't make the team, but, like, it leaves you with a good impression. Like, mm, that I yeah. can understand. Obviously, you don't want to put all, like, your eggs into one basket, but, yeah. <laughs> you know what's nice at being a Blackhawks fan? When's the last time that we've had, like, not only just one good prospect, but, like, multiple... <laughs> when I don't you, want to be that know. guy, Pierce, but it's like, yeah, we have a bunch of prospects, but at what cost? Like, I don't yeah. know. This is like, like it's cool. We got a bunch of dudes now, yeah. but like now I gotta be yeah. super fucking like attent to yeah. how these kids develop because if they don't develop, it's gonna be fucking. That's bad. the that's the worst like, part when like you have like three guys and you're like, wow, these guys all look good, and you're like, one of them has just a slightly bad year and you're like it's over i don't care if this are looks <laughs> they're good done. they're toast he took a step back what are we gonna do there's that was our number one defense it's okay it's don't get your it. hopes up too high and just you know it's all you can do at this point oh no it's not that it's just like when you you're you're putting your franchises hope in a bunch of magic beans and like it's cool it's just like Still magic beans at the end of the day. Like, you really got to hope, like, all these guys. Like, I don't know. I always just joke, like, I've seen a lot of teams have three first-round picks, and they just kind of squander them. Yep. So, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And I'm, and I'm really yeah. rooting for these kids in development. I just don't, like Pierce said, just don't rush them. Very, very. I'm very optimistic about it. Like, I, I, like. Obviously, you and I love the Frank Nazar pick. Like, I think we got a potential steal at number thirteen there. Um, Sam Renzel, Like, I, you already had two first round picks. If that's the guy you want, twenty four. They were really high on take your, take they were gonna, Like, that's a project. They were well, playing like they were gonna plan on probably picking him at thirty eight or thirty eight or thirty nine. No their pick was like apparently they thought St. Louis was gonna take him. I think the pick before and Minnesota they moved up. Yeah, and Minnesota, and that's why they moved up yep. and I also got Morazic and made. I don't blame the Hawks for picking two defensemen. I know it's not the sexy pick because, you know, you're like, oh, well, Lambert was there and this guy was there, you know. Defense Isaac typically Howard, take my boy yeah, eyes. <laughs> we got to take... see we got to see Isaac Howard get walked oh. down with his like his suit, his turtleneck, and his American belt. It's fucking Star Wars music. Like, absolute fucking gangster. Anyway, sorry. I am me. I'm slowly <laughs> preying on his downfall though. Listen, just he should have been a Blackhawk in this. Just because okay. he went to Tampa and Mork is way too happy about it. <laughs> okay. Not Connor, they almost had Brent Lambert. He literally would have picked before. So you have okay, to remember fair. that. You have to remember that. Yeah, could be if, they got, if they got Brad Lambert, he would have been a flop. It's okay. It's how these things work. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I was saying was, a defense take longer to develop. Korchensky could be down there for three years, and you were saying Renzel might take four He should be. If you, gonna take take four, yeah. if you took three forwards with your first three picks, then next year you're like, okay, well now these guys are close and we have no defense coming up. Yep. What do we do? 
And it's a heavy and, forward class next year, too. Yeah, and that's the issue, too. What if you get the first pick and you get Bedard, and you're like, well, we need a defenseman. And now we have Bedard and Nazar and Lambert, and it's like, this is great. New Jersey oh, Devils man. moment. <laughs> oh, we have all these great forwards. We can go get Shane Wright. Ah, Simon. At least they took what was probably the second best prospect there. That's I can fair, forgive right? that. God, I can't bro. I can't forgive Arizona. Whether you think Cooley has a higher upside or not, they need stability and Shane Wright might have been the most complete forward in the draft in like years. Apparently they thought Shane Wright wouldn't want to be one want to be around like the whole situation there. Like, Blake hey, Wheeler moment. <laughs> Yeah, Empy was saying that, and people. And that's why they him. wanted Logan Cooley because he did want. Uh, that. That's what I've heard. I don't know. If Listen, I, if Cooley if, wants if, to be a Coyote, you can't really knock it. Like, you can't knock it. But if Cooley doesn't hit the high high and Wright does, they're fucking stupid. Dude, you better hope Cooley doesn't have his Turcotte moment. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, you he better still, hope there's more Zegers than Turcotte. Man, that's all. He I'm still say. worries me a little bit because, like, he I got like, better as the year went on. Where I was like, okay, I can see the flashes of brilliance, but like, there's still a whole lot of like what the fuck are you right now? But if you wanted to be there, I guess it works. But I, I don't know, man. And Montreal is... I'm not speaking. I hate I hate the pick, and I think they're idiots. Listen, I... Yeah, I don't like the pick either, I'm going to be honest. like, Yeah, me either. I would not go on Slough. I can understand it, but I personally would not I have gone still, Slough. Uh, no, I still remember Pierce and I are about to interview Emily, Emily Kaplan, and Shane Wright's yeah. agent walks by. It's like 10.30 a.m. on the draft day. And she's just like, yeah, I talked to him this morning, and they still don't know where he's going. And she was genuinely telling the truth when she said yeah. that, Pierce. Like, we thought she was yeah. kind of bluffing. No, she was yeah. genuinely telling the truth. And, and there were, like, I, a few I, times I in that, that. There was, like, a few times in that interview, like, that she she knew more than she was letting on. Totally. Oh, and I, 100%. And she still mm-hmm. gave us some crap. Like, she still gave yeah. us basically everything she was about to tweet immediately after that. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Jacob, That's Jacob, so cool. like, as soon as we finished the interview, like, all the stuff at, like, 10 o'clock where she was, like, Oh yeah, Wright's gonna or uh, Slavkovsky's gonna go first. New Jersey's looking to hunt or like hunt for a goalie. Uh, uh, yeah, like, tweeted all that right after. Sorry, I, I just like far. I I feel like they did. I mean, Buffalo took middle stat eighth, so you can't really blame them. They they were like there. They looked at two tournaments and they went. We think this is what he is more than like thirty seven games of against men, and I'm just worried that he's not. <laughs> Because if he's not and you took him first and those three guys are all good players, you are actually stupid. And, like, that's that's genuine grounds to get fired as a GM. Yeah. I do not I, think Slavkovsky used to be in the NHL next year. That's me. No, I don't. And, and I will say one thing with Slavkovsky. I do think he has an extremely high floor. Like, yes, compared to what people are saying, like, that's a guy who's still, even if he's not, like, High yeah, he's still a third offense. line around That team. guy's going to get like 35, 40 points just off of his mm-hmm. fucking build alone. Because yeah. a guy that size is going to find a way to build space for himself. Like, yeah. But the issue becomes that's great, but I don't want to hear what his floor is. I want to hear what his ceiling is. That's there was, the there was some Habs fans going on. It's like, oh, he could be the next old Redskin. It's like, bro, what? <laughs> he didn't even have the best shot in the fucking draft. Oh, no. And then they were like, okay, well, it could be Chris Kreider. I was like, Chris Kreider scored 50 once. Are you banking on that or the 30 goals? Like, Kreider's think- good at first overall, though. I'm pretty sure I saw Corey Proman compare your like your Slikowski to like Rick Nash, which I think is reasonable. I can like, see that. That's reasonable, yeah. Just because of like the way he like 
moves with his shot. It's uh-huh. very, I don't want to say like hulking, but like Rick Nash had, there's a very, Rick Nash had a very distinct wrist shot. It was hard and it was like, he did it at his speed and you were not going to stop it. And mm-hmm. I see a lot of that in Slavkovsky. And like, if he could just like corral his game and like, I don't want to say corral, but you know, polish it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's a player there for sure. Also, we saw him on after the draft, like 100 saw him. We saw we saw a few people like we 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 definitely saw him like in passing and just you realize that I didn't really recognize him. Oh, I saw dude, Davis he's six five in a fucking light blue suit. I was not gonna miss him. Like the only guy who's my height in Canada. I was like, oh look, there he is. <laughs> yeah, like uh, we. I saw David Poyle walking by. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, like I like like kind of going back to like the the airplane flight. I saw Xavier Board. I got I met Xavier Board go while I was like waiting to like board, and then I sat next to him on the airplane, which was that's so fucking cool. cool. You know what's cool? That's... The coolest thing Xavier Board go knows that PJ's cast exists. I'm like, he's like, Wait. what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I do this, and then I have a podcast. I didn't like I didn't go too in depth with it, but I'm like. He's, he knows the PJ's cast. He knows that's, I do a podcast. That's so fucking awesome. cool. That's awesome. Oh, man. That's oh, so yeah. cool. Um, what were we talking about before? Oh, yeah. Half the players who went Kind of going to Yuri Slikovsky. I even saw, like, if he comes, be- like, some people saying, like, if he becomes a four-checking monster, he could be, like, Valerian Achushkin, too. Which we saw yeah. how valuable he was in the that's contract. A, that's a high that. fucking ask that's- for a number one pick. Like, or like not even a high ask. That's like not the ask you want out of number one. Pick. No, that's a low ask for a first yeah, year. Like, yeah, be a, a really be a really good shutdown second line winger. Like it's forty points or fifty points. And it's like they're talking about Owen Power getting seventy, and he Hishay- or Hughes is getting ninety, and he shares in the Selkie comp. What are you talking about? Forty points as a winger. You better be scoring forty fucking goals. Well, I don't mean like him like being a Valer- like topping out Valerian Nichushkin, but like adding that element to his game where he's just an absolute beast and like monster on the forecheck and can get like I... maybe I don't know if he's gonna get eighty points, but like 60, 70, you know, like 35, 35 kind of thing. I I hope he works out because I don't like preying on the downfall of eighteen year olds, but at yeah. the same time, because it's the Canadians, if it doesn't work out, I will be laughing forever. If it's not going to work out for a team, let it be the Habs. Let it be saying. the Habs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised Philly didn't take your check fifth. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I'm not. I, I mean, like, I, fits in exactly just, what they want. And then they I got mean, Tony D'Angelo after. So. Yeah, I guess the D'Angelo one makes sense. But, dude, your sec is so fucking good. There's arguments he could have went top three with how good he, he is. Should. Not top three, maybe top, definitely top like, five. Just fall to seven. Just fall to seven. Just fall to seven. Fall to seven. And then, yeah. like, <laughs> it was literally like the Quinn Hughes moment from 2018. It was. Because I was like, saying that the whole time. Yeah. I was like, dude, Hughes falls to eight. If Hughes falls to eight. If Hughes falls to eight. If Hughes went seven. Your check goes at six. And, of course, it's with our pick. Oh, I didn't forgot about that. Oh, dude. So now it's – so now, like, the final trade is, like, it's Seth Jones, Nolan Allen, and gives a fuck for um, like Boquist, Bean, Sillinger, Yurchek, and I think that's it. Ah, it's a lot. I'm so sorry, guys. They basically just don't pick which I don't even know where and got a top six center. Like, you don't deserve this. You two are too good for this. 
Jesus. Dude, I'm numb to her at this point. Pierce knows this. Like, Pierce, like, when the breakage trade happened, bro, like, Pierce was, like, freaking out. I, like, I, I freaked out for a little bit, but I feel like afterwards I was just kind of, like, I was conflicting from emotions mm-hmm. and, like, mad to sad, and now I'm just, like, Really Call care. me Taylor Swift because I was lying on the cold hard ground. Oh, I felt so bad, bro. Pierce is on the ground. I was just like, dude, it's okay, man. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. Because when the Eichel trade first happened, and like, I was happy with the return, but like, you're just sitting there and you're like, you could have gotten like, it's, the it's the memory. It's the memory. He's gone. And like, at least you were happy with the freaking return, man. I know. And like, but you're just sitting there and you're like, it's happening. They're rebuilding. It's over. There's no hope oh. now of like a, a miracle. You want to know the irony? So Pierce and I were sitting there for the Debrinka trade, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just like we're hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, I'll play the CJ. I'll play the CJ show, right?" Because there was mm-hmm. a new one that dropped, and we were trying to kill time. Yeah. And Chris Johnson talking about like, "Yeah, there's going to be trades today," and blah 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 blah. And like Emily Kaplan earlier that day was like, "Kyle Davis is going to make a move today." Like she basically was like implying that. Yeah, to bring it to the sedge drops as soon as that Chris Johnson bit happens, and like Pierce and I immediately go in, like you know, like the seated SpongeBob, where, like all the little SpongeBobs are yeah. running on fire in his brain. <laughs> That's <laughs> Pierce and I. And then, just sitting, sitting there trying to fucking process it, and you're like, oh, it was it was a tough process, especially after hearing what the Matt Murray trade was looking like, like. Mm-hmm. It's a dude. If, swap, if the man. senator or if the Maple Leafs got the Kirby Doc one, we were we it took us like two hours. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. Oh, it's I'm funny though. Like Kirby Doc being Kirby Doc being traded is more weird to me than Debrinket being traded. See, and it's funny because Shimini downvoted. And I I said in the group chat before, like two hours before the trade, I was like, "Am I crazy for thinking Kirby Doc is worth the first like a top fifteen pick?" And you just went, you just downvoted and didn't say anything. And everyone else was like, no, he definitely isn't. And then he goes for the 13th. I mean, I really wanted Doc to work out. I really wanted <sighs> to work out in Montreal. I mean, of but course, a, yeah. But the 13th pick for him and like an early third round pick. That's getting not the fair. 13th and, and it becoming. Got for him is kind of like the yeah. exact opposite. Like if you don't get Nazar and you get Geeky, maybe you can just go, okay, you know, kind of hurts. Well, Geeky was, was gone, gone, first of all. I know. So it was either, I know. We, Pierce and I were immediately like, okay, so it's Camella or Lakaramaki. Cool. That's what we're I gonna, thought. I do even think of Frank Nazar. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Like, I, it, like, as soon honestly, as I saw. As soon as I saw Chicago had the 13th, because I was praying Nazar found, felt the fifth, uh, 16th. As soon as I saw the 13th, oh, I was like, it's no, not Hey, fuck you. You could have had Savoy. Don't give me this. You drafted before us. You could have took Savoy and Nazar. Watch it. Okay, first of all, retupack the Scorcher Corcher. All right. Watch your mouth. Second of all, Hey, no, Schmitty, you know what the, what the Blackhawks Twitter account is going to say when Kevin Korczynski scores his first NHL goal? Kevin Skorczynski! Oh, I hate it already. I hate it already. It's so cringe. Oh, That's no, insane, I, will say, I, I forgot you guys picked before us in both. I will say one thing, though. And Pierce and I literally had this, like, epiphany at the draft once it was happening. Because literally at its seven, we were both just like, okay, that's a reach. Like, that is crazy. But then yeah. the draft starts going on, and fucking Matejchuk goes. Or no, Matejchuk goes ten, and Matejchuk goes twelve. Korchinski would not have been there at thirteen. No, not no. Like, and that makes way more sense now. And then you get the Czar, yeah. which is arguably a steal at thirteen. Yeah. It bounces. Yeah, yeah. And so there's no point to be mad at seven. When you got a steal at thirteen, if they had swipped it or swapped, out. Swapped, you would have just you would have been happy with happy with both. Literally, I told that to Jimmy last night. I was like, he swapped seven and thirteen. No one cares. And, I promise yeah. you. 
So you shouldn't care. Like you could be like, oh, well, we could have had this. They want a defenseman. Would you rather have them taken? Uh, who went eighth? Uh, Casper or whatever. And the boy got... was the only one. That was literally the <laughs> only one that I was like, ah, that would have that would have been cool. But like, mm-hmm. they got Nazar, so they got arguably like yeah. that much skill, probably yeah, a little they... less, but. They fit the bills that they wanted. They want big puck moving defensemen. Kevin Korczyczki brings that. They want centers that play with motor. And, like, they – and not only does Frank Nazar have that, but, like, he has high-end talent to go alongside with that. Like, you know, exactly what they need. I, you can't yeah, – you know, no Hawk championship fan should be mad with, like, nope. any uh, any of the, the top three picks. Mm-mm. Maybe you could say they should have took a swing on a forward instead of Renzel, but <sighs> – if that's so like up in the air, you, you, defense are hard to judge after like the top fifteen because they can be anything. And yeah, in the case of Sam Renzel, like they got their defensive pipe definitely loaded for the next few years. Now they have <laughs> to focus on. They even got. I love. I love their second round picks too. I love Paul Lewinsky. Like I don't know if he brought this up, but like he <laughs> said, he plays like Yanni Gard. If he's anything like that. <sighs> And Lewinsky then, like, was a really good pick. as well, like, kind of the same mm-hmm. thing plays with high pace and motor. Mm-hmm. He can be, like, even just like a bomb six guy. That's not bad for yeah. a late second round pick. Like, they the got only, the, only, the only guy that, like, around that area, like, if you guys had taken, like, uh, Trizikov, that's the only guy I would have. No, nah, I don't think they were going to pick him. There. Of course, fucking Carolina got Trikazov. They also got Vladimir Rudin, and I hate them. Dude, Carolina yeah. took a swing on every pick. They just said, Fuck it. We don't care if it works out. We're taking every high-end talent we can find. It took, like, three Russians, I think. Fuck it. Hey, listen, man. Respect that. They're going for it, and they figure out. I don't think that was a factor, because, like, Danilo, you're off. Like, I think he slid a bit, but he didn't slide out of the first round. And then we saw... You're off slid quite quite a bit. Yeah, 24 to Minnesota, and people were having, like, consensus top 10. But then, like, Artem Duda, I think that's how you say his name. Like, he got picked early in the second round, and then we saw a couple other Russians go. So I don't think... There's much of a rush back. Also, Ivan Marinchenko went 20. Yeah, Duda went... He, he, went, like, he went before the Blackhawks pick, so it must have been like mid-30s. Oh, there, Arizona, 36. I'm an idiot, and I skipped over it twice. Which I'm pretty sure they got that draft pick for taking on shit. Also, <laughs> fuck Seattle for having a really good draft, getting Shane Wright hey, and Jager hey, Pierce, man. Hey, hey, hey I, know, I know you love them. I understand that, but, like, fuck them. No, Pierce and I are literally, like, we, we, we were sitting there day two, right? And we're like, okay. Jaeger Furkus, let's go, baby. It's gonna be not there. Chicago, and then, but it'd be Seattle. No, and every time someone picked it, it was Seattle. I was yeah. like, okay, I can live with that. And like David Goyette, I was like, yep. after Scott Wheeler was telling us about David Goyette, I was like watching this film all year. I was like, dude, David Goyette round two, let's go. Go to Seattle. I was like, in the third round, Mitch's boy. Also, another player I completely forgot they got that I have my top forty, Yanni Neiman. Oh yeah, they, they uh, yeah, forty ninth. He went. Also, they got a guy named I think they got a guy named Coco. So I need them to trade for Boko. From, uh, oh yeah, yeah, they get Seattle action. Nicholas Coco, he is a goalie though, but still, listen, Coco Boko. to Boko on a stretch I, pass. If we're talking about the second round, I just want to point out, fuck you, Kevin Adams. Why did you take? <laughs> <a goalie laughs> they got a goalie at forty-one. You literally got Matt Lindgren though. Chill. Like, yeah, that you got okay, yeah, that, that was that was perfectly fine. What did you think? Uh, I obviously know what you think about Savoy, but what did you think about the rest of the picks? Okay, the other two first round picks I was super ecstatic with. Uh, I didn't 
think they would take Oslin. I thought they were going to take Kamel because yeah, Oslin was wanted... pretty high. I thought he was going to slide. Slide. Yeah, they wanted a, a right. I thought they wanted a right shooter. But, and uh, Swedish. Everything I read about Oslin's been great, though. They have super high hopes. He's got him. some of the highest upside in the in yeah. the class. Um, and for a team they that solidified their like... center core, especially with Eichel being gone. Well, and for a team that already has like a stupid amount of prospects, I mean, listen, are they all going to turn out? No, but like when JJ Paterk is like your seventh best prospect, you can kind of take a reach on your other two firsts. Uh, and the same with uh, Kulik, the twenty eighth overall. He's the he only had... player. That went where I had him like ranked in my rankings. Uh, let's go. Um, <laughs> the only guy I would have wanted there was Brad Lambert or Fergus, and Lambert would have had slightly higher upside. Fergus was probably more of like a for sure thing. But from what I've seen from Kulik, again, super high upside, great shot. So I'm not, I'm not too pressed. Why did they take Maverick Lamaru? Oh, dude, Pierce and I, every, no, okay, Pierce, like, we, we can both attest this. Like, every time Arizona was up the pick, we were just like, oh, I guess that could work. Like, well, like Connor Cooley, I think I they got a feel there. But well, then Cooley, Connor, I like Cooley. I don't care. Yeah, I, like I don't know if I would have gotten yeah. Connor Kiki at, what was it, 11? I wouldn't have. And I would have um, gone Lamoureux. Yeah, I definitely so, would have not gone Maverick. It's so funny, though. A shout-out to Maverick Lamoureux's parents. Embrace yeah. fucking That <laughs> gave us one of the Call greatest hockey clips on of national television. We need it back. Let's go. It's one of the greatest clips of all time. Sure. But this like, is how we grow the game. Listen, in five listen, years, give him a kitchen pass for the Lamoureux pitch just for that. In five years, though, you could look back and go, shit, man. They took the guy before Shane Wright. They took the guy two picks ahead of Desire. And they took the guy the pick before Brad Lambert. This could turn out so fucking bad for them if it, if those guys don't. Also, Arizona moment. So <laughs> fair. Cares. Move the team. Like, you know what? Well, like going into the Na- the Nazar pick, like Columbus literally picked at twelve. Could you imagine if that's two picks that they had in the first round that they picked like the player that we wanted before Chicago? Oh god! No, and what's hilarious, too, Pierce? Remember, like, so like. I remember Scott Powers tweeted at like three o'clock on draft day that do- the Doc Trey talks were picking up, right? And Pierce and they were like Columbus and Detroit are involved, and we're like, okay, now chance in hell Detroit trades eight. They want a top fifteen pick. They're good. twelve makes the most sense. They end up getting thirteen, and like, which also Jacob Pierce and I have talked about this multiple times now. What was our boy Lou Lamb's cooking? Lou Lamb, what the. F- what was this man cooking on draft? Can we just talk about what how plan? fucking bizarre? Like trading Romanov, really good trading for Montreal. For I don't, I don't think he's that good. Getting the thirteenth, I think, is fucking amazing value. And then flipping it for Doc, who yes could be very good, but if he isn't, you just give him the thirteenth. <laughs> Like Chicago just was like laughing to the bank with that. Yeah, like other than the Brinket trade, that's kind of a tiny. Like they, Kyle Davis, they like, we had a great draft day, and then everyone's like talking about the Brinket trade. He's like shoving it under the fucking Shut rug. It's like, don't talk about that. Picks we made. No, like trading Morazic's yeah. contract for first or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I just don't get how can you be the guy who traded Devon Taves for two seconds and then look at a guy who is like 17 times worse than him and go 13th and a second or a fourth or whatever. Hey, come on, he got the ninth. He, <laughs> the oh, ninth. It, it, someone figured it out. You want to know what it is? He was what? like eighth in the league in hits last year. 
Dude, he hits and he's a left shot. I, unironically, he's going to be a great fit next to Dobson. Like, oh, probably, probably, but like, I just that. Yeah, they're that they're swinging it for the Yeah. No, like, that's, here's the thing if they get Romanoff in a second, that's a different story. Because, like, they got Romanoff in like a late third. Like, that's, yeah, no, no, yeah. the brawl, that's like fourth round. We got a better third with Doc. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> They get. I thought they traded two picks for Romanov. I don't even know who. who cares? I don't, I don't care. care. Like, Lou Lamorello was like asleep at the table. That's all I know. Dude, it oh, just does not make sense to me. It does make sense now that you say that because they're a team that like they can't rebuild. They're fucked with those contracts. They kind of just have to keep. Like, they have to go for it. They're going after Kadro on Wednesday if he gets there. Like just, that's they're gonna get someone. Like I don't know who. Think, yet, but they're I guess someone. we'll we'll wait to talk about uh free agents for now, but I just I don't know why you would go there if you're if you're Goudreau. You want to hear uh, a fun and interesting fact about the Frank Nazar pick? So that pick ahead. was part of the <laughs> it was a part of the, the Thomas Fleischman and Dale Weiss trade that happened back in 2016. Want to know why? Yeah. Because in that trade the Blackhawks acquired Fleischman and Weiss yeah. The pieces they sent back was Philip Deneau and a 2018 second round pick. Can you guess who that 2018 second round pick was? Wait, who is this? So, oh, was that Romanov? Yep, it sure was. Oh my God. So Alex Romanov got flipped to the Islanders, and then the Canadians <laughs> took what they got from the Islanders to get Kirby Dock. That's so hilarious. Kirby Doc and Frank Nazar are part of that trade tree. That's fucking hilarious. I heard that on the Steve Dangle podcast, by the way. Dangle's like shooting a solid brick to get on trade right now. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, question for you two, because you were there. Yeah. Who was your least favorite first round pick? Like, who do you think was the worst the worst pick, I guess? And like, I don't mean necessarily like mm. Yeah, Pierce, I have mine. But I think it's going to be controversial. But that's um, fine. Just in terms of like my rankings, definitely Maverick Lamoureux. That's fair. I can't really say I hate like, oh, fuck you, 18-year-old, for getting drafted in the first round. I hope you don't no, make it's not, his, it's not his fault, but like you're talking yeah. about the team's needs and all that. It's just like. Yeah, I'd probably say Maverick Lamoureux. Other than that, like I feel like the draft went, like there wasn't really any off, super off the boards pick where I'm like, oh, damn, this mm-hmm. is way too high. You know, like I feel mm-hmm. like most consensus, like, the consensus of the draft, like it went pretty much according to plan for the most part. That's fair. Okay, give me one second, Jacob. Say who right. yours is. I'll, I'll go for it. Okay, I have two. Higher. One of them's one of them's worse, but I think the Pittsburgh pick was terrible. Owen, Owen Pickering. Pickering? Oh, yeah, right. that was a bit of a reach. I think I'm at. I had him at 33. So, and I think I just like, feel like they had much more pressing matters than getting just a solid defenseman there. That, like, yeah, if we're tinkering on his upside, but like, I could see if, like, if you want to get more forwards to play with, there's definitely some on the board. I can understand, especially that, but there's no was going first on. round pick where I'm like, this is fucking egregious. Like, uh, the other one was uh, with Winnipeg's first first. I feel like they, them taking McGrory there, dude. I think yeah, I was, yeah, was, yeah. I I was, was like, yeah. I was like, that's high. I don't like yeah. that. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like what he brings to that team because, like, also they're in a spot where if you just literally swap Lambert and McGrady, no one gets a shit. Exactly. It's the same as the Chicago one if you swap seven. But again, you know though, I feel I feel like Frank Nazar was their guy. 
uh, for Winnipeg. <laughs> Finally, we're at the other end of things for once. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I like oh, R- Rucker McGordy. Like, he has an awesome name and everything. I've heard he's a great mm-hmm. guy. Like, if there's going to be a captain that comes out of this draft, like, it's him. He's, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of skating issues. And he's missing a little bit. I want to pick him at 14. No. That, yeah, that when that pick happened, like, a couple people were talking, like, oh, it's the guy with the great name. There must have been, like, I, a I huge, that. like, brass of Winnipeg fans, like, to the left of us because, like, a bunch oh, yeah. of people rose up. There's a whole section of Winnipeg fans. Yeah. It was great. That's we cool. also saw Jack Hughes' family when he got to yeah. it. Was really funny. There's, like, this one section. Right they all go nuts and immediately left. It was so funny. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't take Jack Hughes, you knowing his dad or whatever. Kent. God, I thought it was going to either be Denver the I really Devils, bro. They had, dude, there was such a good opportunity, and they just no. But you know what? Vancouver understood the assignment. Elias like Pedersen, baby. I love, I love that so much. Then okay. he said his favorite player was Elias Pedersen. Love it, dude. Course. Like honestly, uh, respect. Read you pack the fucking craft. You have to. Um, all right. Like, like you all said, I'm like looking through the first round, and there's not a lot I don't like. Um. There's another one that I I would have. Yeah, I know you want to say Slavkovsky. So no, 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 no. He was at least a top five pick. I don't care if okay. you go that far off. I think the one of the I, one of the ones that was not talked about enough was Edmonton's. Oh, they needed, they needed somebody to pop, and they mm-hmm. took one of the safest swings they could have, and it was just like that's that's not that's not it. Yeah, I, I I could agree with that. You know what? I'm gonna go with one we kind of already mentioned earlier. I don't really like Connor Geeky at 11. Mm-hmm. I don't like that pick personally. Oh. I think Connor Geeky should have went a lot lower, or not a lot lower, but like five spots lower at least. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have got a Kamel there or something that yeah. probably would have been at least a little more impactful, especially since they just got a center in Cooley. Yeah, I, getting two centers and then. Taking the, it was like they said, we got Cooley, we got our skill. Take the two biggest fuckers you can find, and they were like Cooley, Lamaru. That's it. That's all we need. What's the only good thing about Connor Delpenum or whatever? <laughs> That's the Arizona GM. The only and did you remember they were all wearing like the same suits, and then they're like saying yep. like, "Oh, Arizona, we have the best mats," and then the whole arena booed them. That was so. Awesome. Oh, dude, no! When they shouted out Arizona State, loudest boo of the night by far. Like <laughs> louder than the boos, louder than the Boston boos. Like. Louder than some of the, no, dude, Batman was like trolling the crowd. This shit was that crazy. was like, so good. You guys are losing your energy. Because we have a trade to announce. And then, yeah. like, no, Jacob, the best, like, I, I don't mean to, like, keep cutting the, like, memories from the first round of the draft. But I just remember he's like, we have a trade to announce. And I unironically joked Pierce. Or, like, ironically joked Pierce. I was like, oh, this is the Kirby Doctrine. Has to be. Fucking. I said it was a joke. <laughs> Literally, it's a three-way Kirby Doctrine. I just, like, I'm standing up. I'm the only one standing in our section. I just go. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> and like, obviously, like everyone speaks French uh, around us, so they don't really know. And I'm like trying yeah, to tell them, like, Doc's a good player. And they're just like, who's Doc? Sure. I was like, he's a center. They thought he was a defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, have fun with that. But like, honestly, like I did tell Pierce immediately, though. I was like, you know what? The Slavkovsky pick makes way more sense now that they traded for Kirby Doc. Makes way more sense. It does because you didn't need the center, I guess. But like, like trade sequence, and I wasn't Slavkovsky getting first. Mm-hmm. But Slavkovsky going first was the craziest reaction because everyone basically just said "wow" at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah there was just like there was no booze. No, there was literally little to no yeah. booze. Except I felt bad because the people like three rows behind us immediately left. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, sorry. Uh, under a pick I don't really like St. Louis Jimmy Snuggerud. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna yeah. Maybe go a little round, more right. upside. But, There's yeah, a couple guys. That, I can't really nitpick too. Yeah, mine are like Geeky and McGordy, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I almost had Vietnam flashbacks when they were like, "We're Sabers are proud to select from the Winnipeg Ice," and I was like, "Oh God, it's gonna be geeky." <laughs> I, I, was, I was I was so happy for a minute because I was immediately I went, "Oh God, it was Rossi all over again." Don't and then they were like, "Matthew," oh, and I was like, "Oh it's fucking God!" That's... Um, I no, I I think oh. I was like, it was funny because I texted you before we picked Nazar, so I was like, I was still kind of like. Okay, we just pick Korchinski. What the fuck? So I, I think I just texted you like happy for you. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Savoy. And then as soon as you got Nazar, I'm pretty sure I texted you back. And yeah. you got him. <laughs> I was like, we're good. And then I was like, oh, this Everything. looks cool. <laughs> oh, man. Fun, fun night. Draft night. That's why, like, next year is going to be crazy because, like, we need wow. everyone to go anyway because one, the Hawks are suck. So, like, we're going to be in the have at least draft. a top five pick. Oh man, it'll be God. fun. It'll be fun for sure. Um, why don't we get into the thing that we? Or wait, have we talked about Derek King yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. We've just been on the draft and stuff so far. We've just been shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk about Derek King being brought back as a coach, which good for him. Yeah. Like they didn't just make up some like let him cut him loose. They didn't make up some like bullshit role. He doesn't like, deserve okay, that. You can be the the advice, the <laughs> the assistant to the regional manager. Oh my like God. no, they actually gave him an assistant coach role, which like I think speaks a lot to Derek King's character that like he doesn't have an ego. Like he'll take a step back and be an assistant coach. Again, it's like it's an assistant coach. You can't read too much into it. But like the big thing with the Blackhawks that we've said for so much is that it's going to be a rough season. You need that kind of personality in the locker room, like Derek King, to keep things light. Yep. Uh, like Luke Richardson, and like that's another thing. Like Luke Richardson, that speaks to their character that he was on board to have Derek King be assistant coach. They also hired Mike, I think it was Mike Dean, who spent five years with Bruce Cassidy, by the way. So, uh, me thinks that this team is going to try to be like a defensive team that tries to win. Like they're like again, 2015, 16 Leafs. Pierce, you got to remember the biggest thing that stuck out to me when Luke Richardson had his opening interview or his opening press conference. He is going to coach this team to their strengths. This team, as of right now, is going to have to be a defensive team in order yep. to at least be competitive. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, at least for the kids that are here right now, I would very much rather put that defensive work ethic in them now mm-hmm. rather than when we have a, like, a bunch of offensive talent in like three or four years. Yeah, you're, there's no one on the team right now who you're going, but he can't play defensive. It might tank what he does. And you've yeah. got a bunch of what-ifs just throwing Teach out the wall. Yeah. Fuck, teach Rob shot a back check. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Maybe he learns and he becomes valuable and you can... And we trade him for a first-round pick. Let's go! <laughs> acquiring players and trading them to Tampa for two firsts. Hell yeah, That's good. Great. And, like, ironically, we were, I was trying to say it earlier when we were talking about Tampa, like, they have their first-round pick next year and Tampa is going to get regardless they got rid of their I don't think they're gonna be picking late 20s early they won't be 29 or 31 that'll be for sure um KD was kind of spitting getting 23 24 on that one they his message because he was right like uh it would have been nice to get another first round pick but like the day they got like they leading up to today like they got three first round picks and now next year you got two first round picks and the year after that you got two first round picks like there's now you have a coaching staff that will like actually work to the young players. Like, yeah, 
Yep. It's definitely a new era. It's a new day in Chicago. Oh, yeah. It, you could have sure. done a lot worse. Nice you have a fucking got, like, direction, finally. Bonus or somebody like that. Somebody old just does not want to teach these guys. Just do what I want or you're sitting. Ha! Would have been the worst guy to get. Dude, literally. But not. No, I, I love that they got Luke Richardson. Just everything you hear about him, like – He's a calming presence, but like also like a, a big like a big presence in the room, you know. Like yeah, hey, Pierce and I joked about this. He's got a four year extension. Like he had a say in Renzel and Korchinski. Like oh, he yeah. was like, these are the guys I want. If I'm yeah, and yep. literally like literally as soon as I heard him saying like they want big pucking moving defensemen, I'm thinking at the draft. I'm like, where are the odds? Yep. Like someone like we let's say like Liam Bigsell like falls to the. I, I doubt it would happen, but like if they get like a late strong pick for late first round pick, I really think they'd go after someone like them. Didn't get that, but you got Kevin Korchinski in San Francisco. He did have oh, a huge no. but like definitely there was like a whisper like, "Hey man, oh, like a no. player, and like just got a guy with like way player. higher upside than Big Soul. Yeah. Oh, I, definitely. Yeah, that's another pick I don't love. Now that I'm looking Big at Show? it, yeah. Well, at 19, I guess I agree, but like 18. I do like Big Show as a player. I like him as a player. I just thought he was more of a late first section. Big Show in Dallas, I don't like them because they already have Harley, and like they have his game. Yeah. They must not like Harley. Like, I don't know. They must not. And we'll they can't be, they're not recently. Yeah, Harley, Harley for Bodan. The trade is one for one. <laughs> Let's go. That'd be the perfect what, trade. What is Nicholas Bodan ranked on the defensive depth chart right now? Especially oh, at least in the tent. <laughs> and I don't even mean that in a bad way. I just mean that because they actually have some talent on the roster right now. Oh, yeah. You have Korchinski. You have Nolan oh, Allen. You have Ethan Del Mastro. You have. Oh, you're just, talking prospects. I was talking yeah, like, about in general. Player. Like, Wyatt, you have Wyatt Kaiser, even Alex Vlasic. Like, I'd still throw, like, a guy like Caleb Jones in there. He's old, but, like, mm-hmm. still has more to grow. Like, um, Ian Mitchell, did we mention him yet? No. Nope. He's I, I just think, like, left side, but, like, a defenseman, whatever. Jacob you Galvis like, is in there. Yeah. Uh, and Alex Vlasic, Alex Regula, we yeah. already named him, I think. But um, you, didn't, you didn't name Regula. So you already had 10. That's what I'm saying. He's already in the tents. That's yeah. the problem. Like anyone who's like, "Oh, why did we get rid of Kalina?" That's exactly why we got rid of Kalina yeah. right now. We just need ten guys in the system that are better than it. Yeah, and they, did, and and they just don't fit the mold. Kalinuk doesn't fit yeah. the mold. Boden doesn't fit the mold. Like if they yeah. can get like a Alex Regula, Alex Classic fit the mold. Right and to go back to what we talked about earlier, clearly they didn't have any value. So like you couldn't just or qualify them and trade them. No one wanted them. You really let don't think so. Let's so if someone wants to sign them, let them have them chance in you up unrestricted free yep. agency. Yeah. And honestly, I do respect that with Kyle Davidson. Mm-hmm. If he can't find you a home, he's literally gonna say, I'll let Go you have your chance on the open yep. market. I'm not gonna shoehorn you into a spot. Mm-hmm. And I and I kind of respect that honestly, because that's how you build bad like because he's obviously burning bridges right now with the moves he's making. But he's he's not burning every bridge when he makes moves. No, he's and he's not the best part is he's not doing stuff to piss off the youth. Yes. Well, if you, <laughs> the youth that's still here, at least. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> but, you know, you know, if Kane and Taves are upset because they're tanking, oh, well, you're not going to be here in a year. You're here one more year, bud. Yeah. Tough it out. You can go wherever the fuck you want. You know, like, that's that's whatever. But, like, you want the other guys to be just kind of happier. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And it's, oh. it's going to be a tough year for everyone. So. Yo, it's an end of an era. Iles did not qualify for Michael Dalgol. No! Michael Dalgol is gone. 
No, he's definitely going to the fucking Leafs, and they're going to hype him up like he's the uh, next Josh Rosen. He's going to be the next fucking... Jose's going to come back from the Olympics and sign an NHL contract. <laughs> yeah, and now he's in the KHL because he's that, right that good. <laughs> so mm. bad. Boys, I gotta take a quick back bathroom break. Just keep talking, and I'll show you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start going in for picks I hate. Oh, do you know what's oh, hilarious? So I got a good, I got a good point that we can make. Go so, ahead. Um, I've been, I've loved, I've loved reading Montreal fans' comments on Kirby Doc because oh. it's coming from a bunch yeah. of people who haven't watched him every game for the mm-hmm. last three years. Yep. And you know me, I'm, I'm very high on Doc's floor. That's as high as I'm. Yeah. Low. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely think at worst he's a third line center. Yeah, which is great. Like that's fine, mm-hmm. but like he was never going to hit his upside with this team the no. way they were using him. So that's why no. I'm kind of happy he's in Montreal personally. Like I don't mean to go on like a doc tangent. Just like yeah. I don't feel like I have a chance to like let my brain pro. Like I processed it, but it's like he's going to get a legitimate chance. And like honestly, yeah. I kind of like the way Montreal built their centers because like Doc and Suzuki they is nice. Defense. They play they defense. Do. That's why I thought they were going to take Wright because they were already talking about Suzuki being a great defender. And if you had Wright, who they were talking about, like his comparable was Bergeron. Fuck, dude, that top two could shut down anybody. Yeah, but now we got Wright and Nathaniel, so we're good. I know, I know. I'm so happy about that. Did you guys see Lieber Hayek got extended one? Let's go! Kenny's fucking screaming! Get excited, Ranger Nation! Lieber Hayek is back! Did you hear who didn't get a qualifying offer? Brett Howden! He's coming back to the Rangers! Get excited, Ranger Nation! (laughs) Okay, but back to Montreal fans. Y'all gotta relax with Lane Hudson. He's not You know what makes me laugh the most when they show the Lane Hudson stat where it shows like his stats compared to like Adam yeah. Fox and shit. I'm like, hey guys, guys, you know who's above Adam Fox too? Chad fucking Chris. Like, how okay. the f did we get Chad Chris? No, it's and how like, f did we get Chad? I just like, you can see that there's a bunch of fans who just looked at the box score though and went, oh, okay, he was really good offensively. My brother in Christ, he cannot skate very well as a defenseman. Listen, Pierce and I were screaming for Lane Hudson in the third round. That's an entirely different story than... Entirely different. But there's also, like, being happy about the pick is one thing. Telling fans that he was a top 10 talent, but he only went in the second because he was five foot seven. Yeah, he's fucking a midget <laughs> and he can't skate well. Owen Zellweger was not the same case because his highest thing was his skating. That's also a crazy case of like wacky development, and of course it's in Anaheim because I know Anaheim. I mean, it's Anaheim a defenseman, dude. Right, you pick up anybody and it just fucking works out. Is he right or left? Left-handed. Lefty, yeah. Oh, so now they got Drysdale's partner. Oh no, yep. <laughs> dude, you got to look back and, and just see how many oh, no. defensemen they have that they've developed. They're like Nashville; they just pull a guy out of their ass every year. They're like, yeah, this is the guy this year. No, and like Pierce and I joked about this literally. Like after the Korchinski pick, I guarantee Anaheim and San Jose were looking at him after what the moves they did. Anaheim went or Machinkov, then San Jose traded out of the pick, so they definitely wanted lefty, and he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. They must have not been high on uh, uh, or Matejchuk, but Matejchuk went twelfth. Like this is crazy. He went twelfth to Columbus. Yeah. Columbus is decoys. Yeah. I don't know why Columbus picked me. Like, I, again, really good player. You just took Jircek. You have Woransky. You have Boxfist. You have Means. You have Coolman's. Why not take a forward? I know you have Johnson and uh, Sillinger and all that. Shut, but up. Like, 
they Dave Johnson, been... <laughs> he who shall not be named, but like, I don't know. I feel like you could have used like another high end skilled forward. They must have not been like Frank high. Nazar. They must have missed out on yeah. like maybe they were high on Cutter Gauthier at six, and that kind of changed their plans. But like, I don't. I, I definitely think they were going to go defenseman at six regardless. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Columbus, I like, I don't really question because, like, they got, like, Luca Del Belberuz and, like, Jordan Dumai. Jordan Dumai. Like, Did you see that yeah. Jordan Dumai was wearing number 69? Fucking nice. Love that. Yeah. Like, let's go. Need that kind of character in the league. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't really question what Columbus does because normally no. they just, like, make it work. So Apparently, if, like, Philadelphia won your check at five, they want to go go chase. So, like, either way, your check was going to fall to the Blackhawks. Yeah. Pierce and I were that was that was the pipe dream. <laughs> oh man. As soon as I heard him say like check for oh, fuck. And then we won Matt Savoy. Oh fuck. And then we got Kim fuck. And you're like, mm, not bad. And then number 13, Frank Nazar. Yeah. Like are we were oh, My reaction to Frank Nazar says it all. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. <laughs> only one's my boy Frankie. Yes, Frankie the tanky. So, um, talk about free agents you'd like to see on the Hawks. Yeah, let's get into free agency. I don't know if you made a list, but I made told Schmidt to I, make a list of five targets. Oh, five yeah, targets? Five. Okay. I can yeah, name... That could be for the Sabres. Like, we did it for the yeah. Blackhawks. You can do it for the Sabres. All right. Give me a it second. could be literally anyone. I... It could be Johnny Gaudreau. It could be a Gunny Malkin. It could be Brett Houghton. I don't know. It could be Jan Ruda. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh, so you need that defensive power for... Defensive partner for power or Dalinia. If I put two goalies in my top five, it just means I want one of them. Like I, I don't want them to sign both. Yeah. Both of you. Let me look at UFAs. Awkward silence. Anyways, I'll go through. Yeah, go through yours first, because I have I have three of my four or three of my five so far. Oh, I got like eight just in case some of mine get named. So yeah, this is for the Blackhawks, right? Yeah, you guys are doing the Blackhawks. Oh, word. Okay. Uh, It's funny because one of the guys I have is a former Blackhawk. (laughs) Jan Ruda. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, yes, it's Jan Ruda. You got me. Get excited, oh, Chicago. So the first player I have on my list is Callie Yarncrook. Really? Because I think he fits the Blackhawks' need. He can play center. He can play wing. He plays with a ton of pace, speed. Last year he had 12 goals and 18 assists in 66 games. Uh, well, went to Calgary. Things didn't work out too well, so that might have hurt his market value a bit. A bit. If you're the Blackhawks, maybe give him one year, one or two-year deal and see what he can do, and then trade him and get, maybe get something decent back because they traded him to Calgary and got like a second or third round pick. So I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that. And he's going to get, he's going to get chances. So Kelly Arncroft's the first name on my first, first name on my list. I cannot talk. Uh, the next one is Colin White. Now this one is interesting because he's a former first round pick. He was like a few years ago slated to be like a big part of the Ottawa's future, but uh, they got more pieces on and he's kind of just fell out of favor here. Um, only 24 games this season. His injury did not help. Three goals in seven games. I don't know if he's like this fast, dynamic skater, but like again, just get, you'll get a chance here in Chicago. So why not take the chance on him? And I mean, you can flip him if everything works out. I'm doing this with the mind of like maybe sign these guys to like one or two year deals and then flip them. 
because actually a thing I liked about he shall not be named back in like 2020, they did sign like Matthias Yanmark and Carl Soderberg. You got a second round pick for Yanmark. You got like a fourth or fifth for Soderberg. Yeah, if you can do that, like get those kind of sign those kind of players, get like decent to mid-round draft picks. I don't think you're going to get a first by signing anyone, but like if you can get a second or third from one guy and then get like a fourth or fifth from the other, I think that's uh pretty good. Um, The next player I have, and I can really see the Blackhawks saying, is Colin Blackwell because I saw him particularly in the playoffs, like with Toronto. Like he plays with a lot of pace and energy. Again, I feel like if he plays in a bigger role, I th- feel like he could generate a bit more offense. He had 10 goals, 10 assists, and 58 games. Another former Seattle Kraken on the list. But, yeah, and another player that kind of fits that, as again, I saw him in the playoffs, fits that, Nick Nick Abe Kubel. I'm kind of surprised Colorado didn't uh, qualifying off for him. 11 goals, 12 goal, 11 goals, 12 assists in 74 games. That was mainly all with the Avalanche. Played, I think, 14 playoff games. Didn't get a single point, but, like, he was part of the team that was really So, again, like, get him. The last one I have on my list is Danton Heinen. Had 18 goals, 15 assists, and 76 regular season games. And had three goals in the playoffs. You and I aren't so different, Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Like, the only person that's above 30, I went first, Callie Yarncrook, but I still think he has hockey to play. Like, the guys that I went after, like, in their, like, late 20s, and they still have a lot of hockey to play. You're not going to be giving them long-term contracts. You're not going to be giving a lot of money, and you could easily flip them and get decent assets for them. And they fit the they fit the Blackhawks' need of playing with pace and energy. And, yeah, I don't expect them to be going big free agent hunting, nor should they. But if you can get those kind of guys and, like, find those kind of guys that can play on your AHL team, you're cooking with grease, as they say. Anyways, that's my my five BS player. BS. One of the guys I wanted Buffalo Target has apparently not signed yet, but he's in the the stages of resigning with Pittsburgh. I did think about that. Because I I just want Buffalo to pick up a right winger. So I was like, ooh. And then I checked the group chat. And it's like, Too oh, bad apparently. you missed out on Tony D'Angelo. Oh, got him. Uh, anyways. Uh, Politics, you, am I right? So, Jacob, do you want to go with the Sabres or do you want me to go with the uh, I can break it up and go with the Sabres ones now. They're pretty, they're pretty basic. Um, basic bitch. They, they need a goalie. So, What do you mean Craig Anderson isn't good enough? Hey, yo! Well, well, I never said he wasn't good enough, but he can't play fifty-eight games. He's kind of true. So, uh, with with him not getting qualified, I kind of want the Sabers to take a swing on Samson off. I love that. I would love. I just listen. He's not great, but I think there's something where if he got consistent games on a young team, maybe it would work. But that's he has his Olmark moment on your team. (laughs) Exactly, Mm -hmm. and then we lose him for nothing. Then he goes to man. Boston for five years. Stop it. <laughs> um, and then they need a right D. So I, the one I want is Subban. Yeah, I think he's You've been talking about Subban for months, man. I, I, I think he's the five one. Five times you get. five for Raquel, by the way. Yeah, now that I see that. Five times five? Yeah. yeah. Bro, what? Why not just rather keep Raquel than Malkin. Dude, it's the same thing as the Leafs. Why would you take Murray for 4.7 when you just give Campbell five? Just give Campbell five times five. Like, good lord. Oh, but Murray's two years younger. Whatever. He's a former Sioux. Uh, anyway, uh, they need a right D. And I think, I, think power, I think Power would learn a lot from Subban. But, you know, and you saw Latang got six years. Klingberg's going to get, like, fucking 
way too much money. Oh, yeah. So oh, trust I just, me, I, I'm going to talk about Klingberg later in the show. Yeah. Uh, and then the other ones are just like, I want them to take a shot on one forward. Like, I, like it doesn't matter which forward it is. I just want them to pick up somebody young who was just released. So I had Dylan Strom for third line of center. Okay. Uh, I had Heinen. Where are the Blackhawks to give a chance on that fella? And Heinen, like Pierce. Um, and I had Milano. Because he scored that stupid alley oop goal against the Sabres, so he owes us this. People from horror, he was actually the one who scored it. I know. Uh, If they were going to take big money shot at somebody, I would want Marchment. Like, I think he's going to get like five million. I don't think he's worth it. But him, uh, and then the one that's the biggest pipe dream would be Burakovsky. But I, I don't see him coming to Buffalo. Can I just say Burakovsky's on my list or Buffalo's on my list for Burakovsky signings? Like, I would, I would scream if we got him. Not that he's like elite, but just like if you pay him the right money on the right term, that's gonna be a good player. Would be like he would be the perfect guy in the right spot for this team. You know who? I don't know how you would feel about this, but I don't know. And also, I don't know if he plays wing that much. But like Vincent Trocheck on a short-term deal might work. Trocheck was one, but I've seen so many rumors about him going back to Florida that I was. <laughs> He's gonna go back to Florida? No way! That's what, I, that's what I've heard. Is Florida wow. Boston? That is interesting. That dude's Larry injury must have really changed their plans. Oh, they have like he's gonna be out for like seven months or something. Dude, he has a torn Achilles or something. Like, yeah, it's he's, not he's good. Gonna be out for a while, so. Oh, jeez. Um, I love all those moves, though. Like, yeah, it, pull it, off like two yeah. of them. They're one. I, I, they need a goalie for sure, and I don't know who they're gonna get unless Kevin they like Coleman <laughs> Delia. Yes, that's another former Blackhawks backup going to the Sabers. Oh yeah, because Malcolm. Maybe that's what we'll sing the anthem. Also, that That would be great. They'll duet it. One will sing Canada. One will sing the States. Oh man, yeah. That that's it. I I don't see the Sabers making a super big splash on anybody though. Well, yeah, they got so much young talent. They don't really need to. So no, must be nice. Um, so for my side, what I'm hoping Buffalo's hoping what I, Chicago is what I'm hoping Chicago will be in like four or five years. Oh, 100%. Like a loaded prospect pool that like everyone's ready to crack the NHL. God, I hope that's where they are in four years. A couple Please. of guys who really, who like openly state they want to be there. So it's not like, oh, they're just held here against their will. Yeah. We need our Alex Tuck. Mm-hmm. That's basically what needs to happen soon. But um, who is going to be our Alex Tuck? JT Comfer. Don't get me started, though. But um, anyways, well, we had one and we traded him, but let's just not get into that. Anyways, um, for my guys, I um, I think I had eight guys on here. A couple have already been named, but I'll, I'll, I'll just like glance over those. Yeah, of course. But um, the first one, like Pierce, I've been banging the drum on this one since like we were looking at uh, Group Six uh, UFAs. Brad Pitlick is at the top of my list. I yes, think sir. that's a Look guy. Like Plays yep. middle six minutes. You can give him the money he's looking for. He's young. Like the oh, big thing I was looking for. Everyone on this list is under thirty. Everyone on this list is under thirty right now, except one. I think one of them is over thirty. I'm not sure. Yeah, but that's um, me. Kyle Yarncroft was like the only guy over thirty, and he was like 30, 30 or yeah. thirty-one. So. And the only guy over thirty, I'll name him right now, is Nick Cousins. I think he's over thirty. If not, he's like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. But he's Nick right Cousins, there. Nick Cousins is a guy who's a bottom six forward. Like these guys play with yeah. pace. Something you need with this team. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Rem Pitlick's a guy I think that you can play in the middle six, though. That can if you give him the legitimate opportunity, he could bag fifteen. He goals. can flourish with Taylor. He could be your Pierre Suter this year, kind of like from a couple years ago. Um, Sam Steele's another guy I definitely took a crack at. I did not think he was going to make it to under. Drafted ahead of Alvin Brinker, by the way. <laughs> Hilarious uh, with the Leafs pick. Um, yeah. Oh my Frederick god, Anderson, because <laughs> that matters. Uh, but I, I like Sam Steele's game. He has a lot of skill. That's someone that like you could throw with Kane and see what happens this year if he's mm-hmm. Kane sticks around. Um, Absolutely. This next one is strictly from my personal opinion. Pierce knows my opinion on this. The Hawks need someone that's actually – No, it's not that. But it's on that route. They need someone who's going to stick up for their teammates. They need someone who can actually like, – he can still play bottom six minutes, but he, can, he has a little bit of toughness. Who do you think it is? I want you to guess. Antoine Roussel. I was gonna, I was gonna say Delorier, but you said You're they're all thirty. So I was trying to think of. No. You ready for this oh, one? I actually, I actually really want. To can I take, can guy. I take one more guess? Yes. Is it Lemieux? No. You guys okay, because he was, no, he was just you a fade. This guy, I actually think it brings some offensive upside. Like he could be a legitimate third okay. I want them to sign Zach Sanford genuinely. Like Ooh, I want Zach Sanford to be a Blackhawk. He brings that edge that this team needs. He can play middle six minutes. He scored a goal in game seven. He's got 12 goals. Yeah, I think he had 28 points last year playing bottom six minutes. That's a guy who you could genuinely make work in this team. And he plays that hard-nosed style when a land is called cross-checks your top prospect. You can go kick their ass if you need him to. Because yeah. I genuinely think this team needs that right now. I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to suck, you need someone that's going to kick someone's ass. And Sanford yeah. can do that. And um, chew bubble gum, but he's all out of bubble gum. Exactly, Pierce. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> the next one was already mentioned by you, Jacob, but um, I would love to see him take a crack at Samsonov. Just like mm-hmm. I know they're not trying to be good, but like that's a goal you could look at for like a year or yeah. two and see what he's got. Um, mm-hmm. That's a pipe. Like, that, yeah. That's more of a pipe dream, though. Give, give um, him the starting minutes. I could honestly, I could see it happen. I think he wants to go to a team where he'll play. Yeah, and they'll definitely play him, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, him and Morazic, that's a good tandem. Like, at least going into a tanking team. You can do a lot worse than that. Exactly. Um, the next one is actually probably, like, if I could have, like, a number one on this list, it's probably Frank Vetrano on, like, a one- or two-year deal. We he Frank can play top six minutes. Like, yeah. you, put a, you put a fucking – in my opinion, you put a Frank Vetrano with Taves and Kane – that's a guy who's going to put his trade value up to a second or a first mm-hmm. at the deadline if you put him in the right minutes. Yeah, he's proven it. He's scored thirty-eight points last year. Uh, he literally proved it as soon as he got top six minutes in uh, New York. He was mm-hmm. killing it. He scored um, some big goals, in the play. and yeah. they can give him the money he's looking for. So mm-hmm. that's another big thing with these bottom six guys. That yeah, maybe they don't want to play for a losing team. You may feel overpay a little bit, you know. Yeah, you're Probably not going to get. You're not giving them stupid term like four years, but if you give Vetrano like two years, four million, exactly. I don't know any teams that are going to match that. And like, you, if you want to trade him, you can just retain half. So, okay. Yeah, it's. And then like the last couple, like I named Nick Cousins already. I really think that should be a guy they should take a glance at. He had like 28 points last year, also playing fourth line minutes. Like, it's a guy you look at. Um, and then the last two, Pierce already mentioned, Colin Blackwell and Danton Hyden. Those are guys you should definitely take a glance at. They play with the they play the type of style that Kyle, Kyle Davidson's looking for going into this rebuild. And a guy like Danton Hyden has top six upside. We've seen it in Boston. We've seen it in An- Anaheim, and uh, we've even seen it in Pittsburgh at times. So mm-hmm. who said? Who's to say if he could do it with Crosby and Malkin, he could do it with Kane? Like Kane Davis. There you go. Exactly. I refuse to put Blackwell on my list because I cannot have another saver coming back to bite us. 
Oof. Did not even yeah. know he was a former Sabre. That's he was tough. in our AHL. He was on our AHL team for like four years. That's tough. I mean, I guess he's like 28, so like, it's I know. been a while. But... We let him go, and then he scored like you hold whatever he did with the Rangers. But yeah, those are those are um the guys I'd definitely look at. But like I definitely put like Pitlick and Sanford at the top of my list. That's mm-hmm. Pitlick, Sanford, Vitrano. Those are the three guys I'd like them to take a really good look at. Um let's get into like oh, the, 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 the better free agents. I'm gonna say a player. And we're all gonna say where he think he goes. Okay. First one, so I literally just pulled up daily faceoffs top fifty list. First one, okay. Johnny Gaudreau. Does he stay in Calgary or is he going somewhere? No, else? no, I think that's else. I think that ship's passed. Agreed. If he hadn't signed already, it's over. So where to is the fun part. Mm-hmm. I think we all have different answers on this one too, which is genuinely funny. <sighs> that's an interesting. So who wants to go two, first? I have two, and they're both tough. I'm giving my chaotic answer. This team recently got a lot of cap space because of a uh, certain someone retiring. I'm here for Team Chaos. Johnny Gaudreau to the Oilers. I knew you were going to say that. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweeted once, and I just went, "I Drew would kill himself. It would be over for that poor child." <sighs> I guess I'll, I'll be slightly boring, but not too boring. I'm going to go with Philly. Boom! I know. I mean, that's okay. That works perfectly for who I want to go with because I'm going even more off the grid. So um, Damn, Corey, Corey. in my universe that I'm doing my big signings off of, you New Jersey heard. loses out on Gaudreau. That's 100% Good. Good. what happens. Because, that was the other thing. I just don't want that. Because the guy who's going to pay up, and he's already proven that he's going to pay up for that kind of talent, is Lou Lamorello, and he's going to go yeah. to the Islanders. I thought about the, the Isles are going to give them ten and a half. I, I could see any like the Rangers, the Islanders, New Jersey, or Philly. I could see any of them throwing stupid money at them. Stupid money, <sighs> just but I don't know. Philly's going to get somebody, so they're going to be my. Oh, answer. Philly's going to get someone. He's on the list later, though. It's coming. <laughs> He's next. Pierce say his name right now. Um, second Two. on the list is Nazem Kadri. There he is. It's not him. Oh fuck no! I I don't I think Kadri goes to Calgary. You know where I think Kadri goes again? Team Chaos, Boston. Though I did see David Krejci might be going back. To I, Boston. That's that. Yeah, a one year deal. It sounds like one year Boston. deal. But you know what? Bring Kadri. All right, bring Kadri home. I'm making one. <laughs> bring Kadri home. <laughs> I'm making my prediction for Kadri. I'm I'm dropping. I'm literally dropping the mic before I use the restroom. Real quick, Kadri to Detroit. Make it happen. That's not bad either. It's not bad. It'd be, I don't, funny, it'd I don't be funny to see him in the Atlantic against. Toronto. I think Kadri's going to go to a playoff team, and I don't know if he's right there yet. So Boston is. You said probably. Boston. I said Calgary. I don't think I Philly would make sense because they're going to pay somebody stupid money. But I just don't know if he would want to go there unless it's they such keep, an if they do is Gaudreau, but they keep Kachuk. Kachuk and Kadri would be the biggest pain in the ass. You could have one line could be Kachuk and uh, Kadri, and the other one could be Mangiapane and Lindholm. Because I, I don't know what their cap space. I don't know if they'd be able to sign both. But like, if Kadri does walk and you get Kadri to play with Kachuk, oh my god! Well, I think because Kachuk's contract right now is like seven, so we can definitely sign Kadri for like eight, and then give him just like a slightly bigger like pay raise. I also don't know. Like, they might have to just. Uh, 
qualify Kachuk, and then that's it. Anyway, who's number three? Number three, John Klingberg. I already have my answer for this. Ottawa. And I think me and Schmitty have the same one. Say it. Uh, Seattle. Yep. There it is, baby. Let's go. I think I think it was Ottawa. I think they're good. This is their stupid money move. Ooh, Ottawa actually wouldn't be a bad destination. Their stupid uh, money moves coming later. <laughs> I, want, I can't um, wait. Now. Okay, four. Fourth on the list. This you, this this is breaking news. Like you, only, like I think this was only like announced like a couple hours ago or an hour ago. Oh, Kenny Malkin. I have Rangers. Mine. Yeah, I was going to say that yeah. Rangers. Rangers are watching because they need a second line center behind Zabajad. Yeah. If you can put Panarin with Malkin, oh man, oh, you're I, cooking I, with yeah. three guys. You're not thinking big enough. It's Colorado. I don't think so. Michael Cass again, Edmonton. I, I, I think Rangers are watching <laughs> because he lives in Florida, so it's still close to his home, and there's a Russian talent there that he can play with. Ovechkin or Panarin. He could just say, I'll, I'll sign here, but I'm playing with my friend. Listen, if he wants to be on the best, he knows the best. In fairness, though. Uh, Washington was my other team, though, to be fair. We did so. talk about this earlier, and you said that you see him going somewhere where he can prove he's a number one center. If he goes to Colorado, he's behind McKinnon. Okay, but he's also going to win. So <laughs> Fair enough. Who gives a shit when you're winning? Good power, counterpoint. Yeah. And Good also, counter. like, Dark Horse Seattle. Because he could be the guy that teaches uh, right when he's trying to play center. Like a yeah. stud. And Shane Wright. I think it's going to come down to who gives him the most term. Because he was going to take the six million at Pittsburgh, but he wanted four years, not three, which is stupid. I don't know why he wouldn't go the fucking extra. No, but, but the thing is, if he signs at six mil for four years or something, like that's what makes me think Colorado might take a swing at it. Maybe. Because, like, if they can get the term, like, they didn't get, like, not the term, but they can get the cap hit low. If they, like they do, just did with Nishushkin. Yeah. Get the cap hit lowered. That's fair. Even then, that cap hit was kind of high with Nishushkin. I don't know. I know. I know. I, Pierce, I know I, I kept joking that Nishushkin was going to get the Anders Lee deal, but, like, he basically got the Anders Lee. Pretty close. Yeah. He basically yeah. got yeah. the what, Anders Lee deal. What, Same like, money, what, different term. Under, under a million less and uh, one year more, because wasn't Lee seven by seven? Seven by seven still forty. I'm pretty sure they got the exact. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just yeah, it's one extra year. year. It's just a little bit less. But. Same money though. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I I agree with you though. Like that, you definitely made a good point. Whoever gives him the most turn, he'll definitely go. This yeah. is this isn't gonna like. Um, someone made the point that Patrick Kane should probably just one year hop if he wants to do this. This isn't about term at this point. Malkin, yeah. it's about term. It's about stability. Yeah. So it, it depends what these guys want. Like Kane has three cups. It, it, if you're one year hopping, you're kind of looking for another cup. You could just take nine million from some team for three years. Yeah, that is very true. Speaking of stupid contracts, and I love this player so much, Chris Latang's deal is fucking atrocious. Oh, it is. Yeah, that term Six is... years. Listen, I am. I listen. I am always for the player getting his money. Especially oh, in his absolutely. late thirties, like absolute yeah. king shit, getting a fucking six year deal on your when you're no, Pittsburgh, no less. I'm not. I'm not discrediting Latang. Get your money, bitch. I love you, Pittsburgh. You're fucking stupid. Ronnie Hexall, what are you cooking, my guy? Like so many long term deals. The guy's over thirty. Like, Two just cooking meth and he's trying. He literally to just gave a five time five to Ricard Raquel. I gotta name the name next if you don't if you don't mind Pierce because he just got mentioned earlier that he's gonna hit unrestricted free agency. Oh, there, Peron. 
Yeah, I really want to talk about David Perron, and I'm going to say oh. it right now, I think that's the guy Dallas picks up to go with Singh in his bed. Ooh. And then he's going to go back to St. Louis in a year because that's what Stop. <laughs> Mine's going to be different. I think see, I think he goes to Seattle for a year. Him with Schwartz again? I, I know. That. that that was the connection I thought of. Bro, Veneers. <laughs> Schwartz, Veneers, Perron, or Schwartz, right, Perron? Yes, please. Yes, please. That would please. be so cool. Or McCann. Because like, McCann, you believe it. <sighs> what about you, Pierce? I do like That's, Seattle, though. I, I think he stays in the West for sure. What if he goes back to Vegas? Mm. I was thinking he goes back to my former guess. team, but not Vegas, the Oilers. Mm. Bro, they lose out on Evander Kane, sign David Perron on a one-year deal. Oh, yeah, David Perron is like the quietest, like, point guy. Yeah, we're not talking about. We're not talking about him. Something about being named Kane, just being a, a not great person. Uh, by the way, shithead signing in Washington. Just saying. We're not gonna talk you think he signed that. in Washington? Yeah, Washington you know. was the other team in on him when he oh, was dude. signing with Edmonton. See, so I totally, I totally, I need him to sign in Philly to have him and D'Angelo together. The fucking memes would be unparalleled. <laughs> but um, uh, okay, who's who's next, Pierce? Number six, Andrew Kopp. <sighs> I, I saw this. I think Jeff Merrick said it. This team just resigned. One of their forwards to an eight times eight or an eight times eight point. Shut the fuck up! No, they won't. You think he, really Nashville? Yes. Really? Yes. The, they are. They are the actual kind of yes, team that would totally do. pay him. <laughs> no, that actually threw me for a loop because I haven't heard anything on the top. Hold on. I just I saw. Do. I just saw. I, I, I think yeah. I saw Jeff Merrick say it. I'm like, it makes too much sense now that I think about it. It does. That I'm. Still, I'm not gonna pick them though because. No, Pierce. But like, holy crap! That is. You know who I'm picking? Boston. Boston. You know throw one more name in the pot. You know who I'm picking? I don't know. New Jersey. Fuck, fuck it. They're gonna get signed. Because ah, New Jersey's gonna lose out and go get it. They're gonna lose out on everybody. They're gonna pay somebody. Oh no, Jacob, Just we're not. We, we're getting to my New Jersey loses out on everyone playing. So no, they're gonna lose out on everybody still and get two players. And they're Can I name the next one, Pierce, if you don't mind? I know. I know you're naming off a list, but um, yeah, let's hear it. Andre Burakovsky. And I think okay. there's one. This one would be great because I would love the sentimental value. I'm gonna say Washington. I would love to see him. Oh my back. god, he goes back. I would love to see him go back. And Washington loves him, man. Like they still love him. Um, Pierce, what do you think? Uh, I think he goes. I did see this. I think he goes to Detroit. Detroit's also good. They could use like, a little more goal scoring. Mm-hmm. And like that. Uh, the team up on the rise, like his former teammate Vron is there. I did see that, so that Detroit, why not? So why not? Why not? So let's get crazy, right, fellas? Uh, New Jersey loses out on everyone, so they're oh going to throw a bunch of money at Burakovsky. Mm-hmm. Either him or New Jersey's going to do it, or Ottawa's going to do it because Ottawa loses out on Drew. Ooh. That's what's going to happen. Okay, I, I already know where I think Drew's going because it's been rumored forever, but I'll wait till Pierce brings well, him up. We can talk about all, or Drew. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I don't mean to keep going off your list, Pierce. Sorry, I just yeah. have like... 
People keep popping on my mind. I'm like, I want to talk about Kessel. I want to talk about Kessel. But no. Oh, Kessel, I've been talking about for weeks. <laughs> go, go on your list, please. <laughs> Do um, so, number nine of 10, I think it's pretty much not a done deal, but like, I think like number nine, Darcy Kemper, I think that's a good deal. He gets done to Washington, especially with them trading Vanichek and then go Samsonov. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Jack that Campbell, I, both of them, though. Can we talk I know. About that for a second? Like, if they miss out on I Kemper, I kept one of them. Like, but like, if you miss out on Kemper, they have to be a hundred percent sure they get him. Okay, so to make it even worse, the Raquel contract is six, six years. Oh, and they what won't give that? and they won't give the term to Malkin though. So it's five million by six years. Yeah. Brother, I'm sorry. I'm keeping the legacy of Malkin over Raquel. Like, yeah, no, every day, every day. And I Jacob, think... I know you have like, I know you have a gripe because like he doesn't stay healthy, dude. I will take 50 games of Malkin no. every year over that. I don't here's care. The, here's the thing, though. The guys they signed over him, Russ doesn't stay healthy. Raquel doesn't stay healthy. You're Russ getting... also is never going to score at that rate ever again. So but you're not you're not getting somebody to replace them for 82 games. They both played like 60. It's terrible. Oh, it's rough, dude. It's uh, rough. Oh man. So who who was 10 Pierce? Was it Raquel? Uh, it was, no, it was it was Jack Campbell. I think him going to Edmonton's like a pretty good deal. So it it yeah, that's one of those ones that seems done. But it's kind of like the goalie market. Oh, sorry. Pierce, what I was just gonna say because you know the Oilers just like stealing form reliefs now. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say the goalie market like the dominoes started to fall over the draft weekend. Like Huso went to Detroit. Yeah. You had Vanacek going to New Jersey, so they weren't going to go for a goalie anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Kaplan was like super high on them getting a goalie yeah. the day before too, so that was like definitely going to happen. Right. Toronto's got Matt Murray right now. Maybe they go get a one B, but like that's not going to be a Jack Campbell level. Yeah, that, and they were never are. close on contract talks anyway. So like I Edmonton did. does make yeah. more sense. And yeah, it looks like Edmonton and Washington are getting Kemp. There was rumors that they were going to get Gibson in a trade. Yeah. But I mean, if they can get Kemper for free, that just seems like a no-brainer. But mm-hmm. you kind of like, I would take the guy who just won a Stanley Cup. That's just my yeah. opinion. Um, and also, like statistically, he's been the best goalie since like nineteen twenty. So or like shout out like a regular season, yeah, like a nine twenty. So yeah. just, shout out. But I mean, uh, he stays when he needs to. Shout out uh, Colorado for taking like a huge gamble on Georgiev. Like now, I like Yorgiev, but like I, know, I guess so do I. But like, who who's the starter? Oh, it's Francois. Obviously, uh, I think it's a. Can you trust him for sixty or fifty games? He gets hurt quite a bit. I, I, I think it's a 45 35 yeah. type thing. I, I genuinely think it's. It, it might even be forty one forty one. Like it, that would, you know, I, I, I would. I would like that a lot more if they split. The I, I listen. All I'm going to say is Colorado kind of has been going into the last four seasons with that same mindset. Like, Darcy Kemper is a wide now, but, like, dude, Kemper and them, like, dude, they've they've gone with that goalie tandem like that forever, and it's worked. So, if you – let's put it this way. I like where Colorado's putting their money in more. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and when you have arguably the top four – or a top four that is – You have the best defenseman on the planet, and you got a top two center on the planet. That's a good start. Um, and but their their top four defensemen are so fucking good, and they're only getting better. They literally won the cup without Sam Gerrard. People forget. Oh, and Bowen Byram and Sam Gerrard are three and four on your team. It's oh no, stupid. Sam Gerrard gets uh, got injured. Now we're gonna play Bowen Byram more minutes. Oh no! no. no. All right, Who, who's eleven? Pierce. Uh, Ryan Strom. Uh, I think oh. you're all gonna have to on this one. And I don't. I don't even fucking know. 
I don't know either. I... He's like the fourth choice center. He that's genuinely a guy who, if Kadri doesn't go to Detroit, that's who they get. Is right. Yeah, they need a two C. That's Honestly, again. That's like kind of a. Or guy. they get Dylan, but like yeah. you know, they I, could get I Ryan think, or Dylan. Yeah. So. This is so open ended because it's going to be whoever misses out on the center. That's what I was going to say. Whoever literally it is on, though. Like, like I had I had Kadri going to Calgary to replace yeah. Goudreau, but if they miss out on Kadri, I think they take a shot at Strom because you fucking need somebody. I'm like thinking right now. Like, could Nashville maybe like if they don't get cop, maybe. Oh, fuck, dude, I don't know. Oh, Where does he play? Like, you already have two centers. Are you going to pay that much money for it? <laughs> I wouldn't put it against David Coyle. He just literally picked up Ryan McDonough for four more years. He doesn't care about the money, that's for sure. I, fuck, well, you better The guy stay. is like 70 years old. He doesn't give a fuck what's going to happen now. He's like, fuck, I'm signing all these dudes. I'm not going to be yeah. here when the contract ends. Who cares? Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. God bless David Coyle. Like, dude's been GM for like 20 years. It's just like... Guy's been the GM of their whole franchise history. I wonder and if Ryan Strom's one of those guys who, like, the market's not there for him, so he signs a one-year deal with a contender. Like, I what, if he's, what if he's supposed to, like, Carolina? Like, Honestly, ooh, if that happens, ooh. if there's a one-year deal with a contender, I think he just stays in New York. But does he take – maybe it's like they give him the money for one year, though. You know what I mean? Like, some team maybe. gives him that – Lucrative contract he's looking yeah. for. I don't Maybe. Even know. <laughs> the Penguins are going to sign him after they lose out on Walken. I just don't care. Carolina seems so smart with their money sometimes. I couldn't see them doing Almost that. Almost too smart. Yeah, but Especially they also took a flyer on D'Angelo for a year. Like, they, they, yeah. take, these, they, yeah. t- they take flyers. They, Ooh, they take no nope. flyers. I know who it is now. Who? Columbus. Because mm-hmm. they want to yeah. add. Yeah. And even if it's not long term, that's a guy who can help bring along the center. Uh, I, yeah. I don't think they trust Kent Johnson as a center forever. They think he's going to be a winger. So I don't know about that, but I that's yeah, just what not... I've been hearing. Like no, that, no, not, yeah, everything not, I hear not... from the Columbus guys is that they they don't think Kent Johnson's going to be a center. So if you think Cylinder's your only legitimate center right now, and maybe you want to move Boo Jenner back to the wing, bringing Ryan Stroman makes a little yeah. sense. Actually, bringing Dylan Stroman probably makes a little more sense, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Uh, number 12, Ilya Mikheyev. Oh, fuck. Somebody's going to overpay him. <laughs> Honestly, it was funny. Black <laughs> Hawks, let's go. I was going to yeah, say, Mikheyev and Lafferty, let's go. Like, Chicago. dad asked Black Hawks to be cool. Like, I don't care. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's going to get like three by three mm-hmm. and just be the guy. I could see Chicago. I honestly mean Chicago too. Like I, fits, I can see it. For Bill. I, mean, I can see Chicago, or I can see. Like, I, I could give a fuck. About <laughs> you know who might throw the money at him just because he scores against him so much? Detroit. Detroit's gonna have so much money. Eisman's gonna give a one back. They gotta get the floor somehow, bro. Like, might as well put some secondary scoring on that team. Yeah. Like, would you give McKeev like a four or five times two of Chicago? I'd do that. Five times two? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, it's the term that's key. If he wants yeah, a four times four, you want the money. Don't even know. Term. Yeah. Yeah. Three's the most I'd go on him. And that's that's it. it really depends cheap. on the term. If it's a yeah, two-year deal, if, I can I can deal with it being yeah. high. Especially with the Hawks situation, Jacob. It's like Buffalo situation is a little different. They're gonna be a little like, No, the Sabres is about the same. We can spend a lot for two years. Oh, you can spend for two years? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know what your window yeah. was spending. Was. The third year gets a little tricky because that's when Power, Darlene, 
Thompson need a contract. So oh, power and a leader of the same year. Oof, yeah, that's going to be a like yeah. at least. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. Hey, but like that's a good problem to have. You know what I mean? Oh, I would rather have the players and have to pay them than not have. You to got two twenty-one-year-old studs that you got to pay. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Anyway, oh, um, I can't believe the cam's that high. I can't. Yeah, you haven't picked them yet. Shit. Ahead of Andre Pilat at number fifteen. <laughs> that's a lot. I got a good one for this one. <laughs> yeah, thirteen because thirteen is Peron, and then Nachushkin's fourteen. He already signed. Okay. I have a couple of teams for Pilat. I want to hear. I have one for Pilat, and it's really out there, and it's Montreal. Ooh, I like that. Pilat <laughs> with Doc. I was gonna put Pilat with the two guys they have had already. Suzuki. Ooh, Suzuki that's not bad either. Kind of nice, honestly. That, that's the perfect forward for that line. You know what I'm thinking? And then you're not rushing Slavkovsky to that spot. Facts. Andre Palat to Detroit or Columbus, a team that is Ooh. like on the upswing and needs that hardworking center or winger, and they'll give the money to him. One Detroit because Stevie, Stevie Y True. knows him well, and Columbus, like again, put him on the wing of like Johnson or Sillinger if they do play him at center. There you go. So um, you have to remember this is my dream world of how the UFAs have gone. So, for reference, Gaudreau is on the Islanders. Kadri's on the uh, Red Wings. And then, uh, who was the other big free agent? Uh, Burkowski went to New Jersey. Yep. So, Philly's got to sign someone. Oh, my and it's going to be a seven times seven. Oh, my God. It's this cheat league special. Oh, it literally is going to be sheet league all it's over again. It's going to Embrace the hate. Embrace the hate. It's coming. Like, it's either Philly or, like, honestly, I'm going to say this one unironically. I do think Seattle might take a look at him because, like, they really like Yanni Gord. So, do you think cool. Palau would come back to Chicago to come to Chicago? Not a, not a fucking snowball's <laughs> chance in hell. There's no way that dude's been playing in the cup final for three years and he's gonna go to the last place team. That's good. <laughs> but then he'll get to play with Connor Bedard. <laughs> Sell him on it. He's like, bro, we'll get... yeah, okay. <laughs> <That was> funny. <laughs> Did we say Giroud yet, by the way? No, we haven't said Giroud yet. How is Giroud not on that list, Pierce? Oh, he is. He's just I not in the top 15. Already. Unless I just went past him. He's not number seven. Oh. What are you talking about, bro? What the fuck? Yeah. I thought we talked um, about it. it no. No, because no, right. we, we joked about Ottawa. but We kept hinting at it, but yeah. we never actually talked about it. Uh, I was like, my, I'm looking at my list. I'm like, we never talked about Giroud. If Edmonton, misses out, if, if Edmonton misses out on he who shall not be named number two, uh, they get Drew, I think. Yeah. I would love Drew and Edmonton. Ottawa um, too, man. Like I'm telling you, the... Drew and Dallas. Oh, Drew man. takes Giroux, your Drew spot is my Peron spot because they're gonna make a splash at one of those older forwards. Yeah. Because like, look at how well it worked with Pavelski. Like, I think man. I have the guy. I think Dallas takes because he's a bit cheaper. Who? Well, I don't wait till Pierce names him. What? Oh, well, like, this, this is like a top to 50 up. list. How far into this we want to go? It was on the top 15. Uh, well, this guy was like a top 12 score for UFAs, so he should be recent, decently it? high. It's Paul Stastny. Oh, ooh. Ooh. he's number 26 on the list. Yeah, he had 40. He had 45. Ahead of Jan Ruda. You know who Paul Stastny screams like a signing of? The Minnesota Wild. See that? that yeah, they need, Dallas centers. Centers. They need centers. 
and they have no cap space. So Paul Sassy makes a lot of sense. Pierce, where's Vinny Trocheck on there? He is at 16. Oh, oh so he's okay. moving the next one. Yeah. I don't even know. Trocheck makes a lot of sense for Pittsburgh, but like they don't have the cap from the arrow. Yo, Trocheck in Detroit would actually be kind of nice for a yeah. two C. Like, I, I see Trocheck back in Carolina or in New York, like Rangers. I still think Trocheck in Buffalo could work too, Jacob. I'm just saying. It could, but now I'm seeing he's 5'10", and I thought he was 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's what? having his hockey man moment. <laughs> I always thought he was way bigger, and I'm just looking. I'm like, he's 5'10"? What happened? Oh, he wants to have his Paul Fenton moment where he looks up at him. <laughs> I, just, I just want to look up and be like, yeah, okay. We have all big center. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> Oh, oh, Pierce, I got a fun one. Where's Dylan Strom going to sign? Because I got three names on mine. Uh, Detroit or Toronto. I think he goes to Ottawa. Because I hate everything. I love I would love Ottawa. I don't think it I don't think there. he can handle the pressure of playing in Toronto. I think he can. I think he can. He has the passion, don't you? I can. I can. I, I, can. Because... I just don't want them getting any more good players. Fair. That's why I think it's going to happen that way. Also, here's my guess. I'm going Columbus. Eagle Dollar. No. Anaheim. <laughs> That's my guesses. Who was number two? I only heard Columbus and Anaheim. Uh, I didn't. Can't, can't hear us. It's okay. You left. Here's the other one. Oh, talked about Malkin. Talked about. Yeah, how long do we want to go for this? Because we could go through like all 50 players. but uh, uh, I'm just looking at the top players. Like. Uh, like how many more oh, names? Would what about Phil Kessel? Phil Kessel, Schmidt has been saying this for so long, but he takes a league men deal in Tampa Bay. That's or he stays really? in Arizona because he likes playing where no one cares about hockey. Really, that Tampa Bay one's interesting. Yeah, this We're is in rough Kessel. Phil Kessel. Oh, Kessel for Tampa. I've been yeah. on that one for a while. Yeah. That's I literally weird. brought that shit up to Emily Kaplan. Like, I don't, I, <laughs> and she, she found it quite amusing. I know a lot of Leaf fans want him back. I just don't see him going back to Toronto. Ah! Not, a not a snowball chance in hell. He'll stay in Arizona before he goes back to Toronto. Yeah. I genuinely believe that. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. I genuinely believe there's a world where Phil Kessel signs in Chicago for a one-year deal. I genuinely believe I could see him signing with like a really obscure team like a San Jose. Just like a nice place to live. Just not – no expectations. Just vibe. Phil Kessel in L.A. Ooh, I like that actually. Yeah. Phil Kessel in Colorado. That's really Colorado or Tampa. That's I need him on a winner again. Yeah. He needs to go for number three. And he's made his money. He's a guy who I feel like would sign cheaper to go to a winner. Like Perry. There's a lot of really interesting players who like like Nino Nidoray had forty four points this year. He's the kind of player like I just don't know if I'd want to pay him. Max Domi's another one of those guys that's like, where's he gonna go? Thirty nine points, eleven goals. I just like yeah. he's got he had seventy points like three years ago, bro. I know, and he brings some really good intangibles. Like he's physical, he's kind of a fucking asshole. I just don't know if I'd want to pay him. Max Domi's the kind of guy who like the Leafs should sign, but he's gonna go to Boston and he's gonna be fucking mm-hmm. great. Absolutely, that's not a bad fit. Uh, honestly, you think Riley? You think Riley Smith goes back to Vegas? 
I'm on spot track and there's the Smith is on there and Bergeron's on there. And okay, that makes like, I'm pretty sure Bergeron extended, but yeah, yeah like, it, it, it must be all verbal agreements before yeah. like Wednesday, but um, maybe. I mean, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only other ones that interest me are guys that like just like were just released, like Milano, Kubalik, stuff like that. Kubalik's this- smart. He's going to go to a team that knows how to feed him the pocket. And that, no, yeah. actually, that's a lie. Kubalik, if he's really smart, he's going to go to a team that has, you know, where he really should go? Anaheim. He needs yeah. to go to a spot where Trevor Zegers um, can feed that yeah. every five seconds. Yeah. I could also see him going to a team that like Edmonton. likes to turn over players. Edmonton's one, Pittsburgh is one. Where like he would be a perfect Florida. guy on the first or second power play, and it's just like, holy shit! Did you see Kubelik hit twenty five goals? We should sign him, and then he never replicates it. Yeah. Um, um, here's the interesting one because it was probably the worst trade deadline acquisition of this year. Where the fuck does Ben Sherrod go? Holy fuck! How do we not bring up Ben Sherrod? Um, Philly, and then they trade Ivan Provorov. Sherrod with the wrist to line. What? <gasps> Embrace it, Philly. Let's go. Philly would be really Get funny. Excited Flyers Nation. <laughs> Here's another good one that I uh, I guess would have been on your list, but where the fuck does Josh Manson go? Oh, I heard he might go back to Anaheim. Genuinely. I heard he might go back to Anaheim too, but like I could see it honestly, because like him and uh, Drysdale and Shattenkirk up the right side, but that's a good right side. Like yeah, and like they don't. I don't think they have a right-handed defensive prospect, if I recall, besides Drysdale. Um, oh, they drafted. They drafted a lefty. I know. I know they got Machinkoff, but yeah, they they get no Warren and Tristan Lemieux, both the same team, both righties, so they have that. They're fine, and they got uh, Gaucher. Who was a crowd favorite? Right, they were the crowd leaders because they selected Quebec born players. Oh, yeah. Bunch of kiss um, Oh, <laughs> speaking of that ass. Speaking of Anaheim, bro. No, the big red crazy. It really is. <laughs> Anaheim that weekend was really trying. Um, Chicago tried to do it. It's like, nah. It's really yeah. like the empowerment. It's like empowerment put on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, literally. What about Evan Rodriguez? I feel like he showed that he was just a fraud. And like yeah. he played really good when the two centers weren't there. And as soon as they came back, he did shit. Like there was a stat where he had like two points in 30 games to end the season. Ooh. I didn't know that was that bad. Yeah, I know he had a rough end to the season. But you know yeah. what's funny? It... I'm not even trying to be that guy, but you know who else had a really bad end to the regular season? Sonny Milano. Andre fucking Pilat. And look at how good of a playoff he had. <sighs> that is true. Guy didn't have a goal in 21 games then the can season. We, can we talk about, like, Andre Pilat's never had 60 points. Andre Pilat is going to sign, like, a $7 million contract. He's going to get so overpaid. <laughs> oh, also another team adding to the Andre Pilat sweepstakes is Anaheim. Genuinely. Eh, maybe. Palat. If McTavish makes the team, Palat, McTavish. <laughs> well, I was thinking Palat with Zegers, but yeah, that too. That, that right. works too, yeah. Oh, man. Have fun with that. <laughs> I won't. That's that. Come on. Um, so how many more yeah, we want to look for? We there's can no really... one else that really, like, kind of. Yeah. 
speaks to me. What do yeah, you like, think, Stevie? Who's a player you're looking at this free agency? Ooh, I didn't know he was a free agent. Rubs head against. What the hell happened to yes. Alex Radulov? Oh, he's going back to the KHL. Oh, okay. Johnny could draw 115 points. That's so funny. I know. I was uh, just sorting them by points, and like I saw Radulov there, and I was like, I, he, "What happened? Like two years ago, he was so good." Boy, Brad. Just, Brad man, just, Blackhawk, my king. Oh, Eric Branson. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. There's not many free agents. another interesting one. I, I think yeah, that's from the that's on the black. I love the Blackhawks to pick up because every, it seems every year he gets traded for like a mid round pick. I'm like, do that. Yeah, cash in on that one. Um, someone's gonna throw a bunch of money at Nick Letty, and it's not gonna make sense. Um, what else is on here? That's like I don't know. I I don't know. Who's I, got the highest time on ice? Ben Sherrod. Who else would have the highest time? On <laughs> ice? The tallest player here. Oh, the tallest that's what we really need to look at. What about weight? How thick are these boys? Garrett Sparks, a free agent. Get excited, leave station. Yeah. <laughs> Get excited, leave station. Bro, what if James Reimer goes back to Toronto as the backup? <laughs> it's going to be James Reimer and Matt Murray, baby. Get excited, leave station. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because they would have to trade for James Reimer. Oh, yeah, he's got one year left. Boom. Yeah, San, San Jose has three Boom. goalies. Trade Kacken yeah, and but, Hill and Reimer. Yeah, but that means they get him for nothing, Jacob. Come on now. You know this. What could have yeah, been Blackhawk goalie, Capo Kakinen? <laughs> Sorry, that's like another one of those Kyle Davidson asset management moments where it's just like they offered you Kakinen and he was like, nah. You had a blink. I'll just take the same deal with it. Whatever. Anyways. Um, oh my god, Toronto legend uh, Ian Scott. There's Peter Morazic better, anyways. Juniors once. Pierce, I just remembered one more name I want to add to the Hawks list. What? Andre Kasha. That would be bad. Again, another guy of one year. That's another, like, honestly, Buffalo should look at Andre. We need someone. That's that's a right winger, dude. I was was thinking of players that were just released, and I was like, yeah, Toronto's not qualifying anyone good. And then I was like, Andre Kasha. Andre Kasha. Um, Cash for Kasha. I don't know how reliable this is, but apparently. Patrick Kane's going to submit a trade request the second free agency opens? I mean, that probably that wouldn't surprise me. I mean... Uh, New Jersey honestly, Devils free agent Frederick Gauthier will test free agency. Here's my Let's thing, go. Jacob, with Patrick Kane. He has every right to request the trade, so like, I kind of hope he does just for his mental health. He's got to know... But also, like, he's just starting a family in Chicago. That's the other part of me that's like... His, his kid's not in school yet. So yeah, if the kid's young enough, you can move them. And it's His kid's like two. He's fine. Yeah, it's you're fine. Like Duncan, no, because like literally, like look at Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith moved to Edmonton because of his son, who was like ten. So mm-hmm. like you got to think about a lot of that stuff. Some of these, yeah. They don't want to. Yeah, and, and, and some like, of these guys who've already won their cups and they're getting paid, they don't necessarily care to play the end the last they? year of their deal out. <laughs> like, I, I agree. I just saw a cat friendly where someone trades Jason Sucker for a fifth to the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah, get excited, Hawks Nation! <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can't. Jason Sucker, Sam Lafferty, and Taylor Rush. Oh, the Penguins re-signed uh, Nylander. I hope so. 
That's like peak stand. That's peak. Thou who shall not be named. Thou who shall not oh, be named. Oh man. It's like, I'm just happy Yokihara is a right-handed defenseman. That means we can actually give value for him. <laughs> oh my God, if he was left-handed, he would be in Finland. That's very true. Anything else to touch on, or talk about, or what else, we have? what else did we have in the notes? That's it, honestly. Honestly, uh, like we got the stream Wednesday, and then for the free agency, which probably nothing will happen until I have to go to work, and then when I go to work, everything will happen. Um, um, Pierce, did you have any uh Twitter questions? Oh yes, you did. Oh yeah, another quick Ooh, thing: Joe okay. Sakic became the president of hockey operations in Colorado. Chris McBride promoted the GM. Uh, not surprising there. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with Vegas, where like George McPhee went up to President of Hockey Operations, like Kelly McCrimmon went to GM because like he was so highly touted, but they didn't want to get rid of him. It's like Joe Sackett's literally done everything he can. He literally, what, when we were at Montreal, he had his acceptance speech, and he was like drunk as fuck. We could tell it. I'm pretty sure those guys that also get moved up still have a huge say. Like I'm yeah. sure it's not like, oh, Joe Sackett's not the GM. He gets fuck all of a say. They probably like went to the guy and like, yeah, you're GM, but like Sackick's still gonna probably advise you a lot. So for Twitter questions, we kind of touched on this. Like MP just said most surprising possible free agent signings. Any of them? All uh, of them. I think the most surprising one would be if Kutra went to Edmonton, because that would just be fucked. That's so true. Honestly. Like either that one or like one of the guys okay. Honestly, I think the only way something is really surprising is one of the guys who has been expected to sign for a bunch of money in turn takes that cheap deal to go to They do. They pull a Taylor Hall. No, like literally if a Malkin pulls that shit, like that's mm-hmm. going to break the market. Like, yeah. I just – I want to see it. I want to see mm-hmm. it. I want to see a guy who signs for six mil less than he probably should. Oh, I mean the other way. way. Oh, oh yeah, dude, yeah. I mean someone's going to sign dirt yeah. cheap on a, like, on Tampa. Okay. I thought you said were going like – like oh, Josh like Manson that. says, "Oh no, I want to go win another cup, so I'm going to go sign 1.5 mil in Tampa and go and play with Victor Hedman. Oh no, oh no! But like that's what I want to see. I want to see that kind of game. Somebody just apps, and I hope it's not to the Leafs. Fuck you, Leafs. Fans. No, the Leafs don't get that kind of help. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one that would be like, I, I would will never happen. I would fucking pay money to see Kadri in Montreal or Ottawa." Just, no, just, just to see every Leafs fan in tears. Get excited, Leafs Nation. <laughs> it's coming. Um, I feel like if a, a high touted player like signs with like a rival team, so like a drill with Edmonton or like Fitzburn <laughs> with Washington. Walking to Philly. Fuck it Stop. up. Please. Please. <laughs> That's the big money move. They're gonna miss out on Kadri, and he's getting six years at seven. Oh, you didn't oh, think about this for Oh, what if they're fucking for Giroux? Well, Malkin gets overpaid in Pittsburgh, and Giroux signs dirt cheap in <laughs> the other way around. Oh fuck, dude. that's it. That's what we want. Please. Oh, Malkin really is gonna like. Malkin is the genuine wild card in free agency. He absolutely. I don't know where he's gonna go because he's never been a free agent before. He literally he can do whatever the fuck he 
Malkin could sign a ten-year or ten million dollar one-year contract, or the exact opposite, or five years and seven million. And and one million dollar ten-year contract, dude. It's gonna be fucking wild. I wouldn't be surprised by any of them. They re- literally restructure the CBA for that. Malkin, <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed two extra years. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Three years of free agency. Um, this is from Willie Styles. Other than the Blackhawks, because they only have like six players now, who do you think is going to be the most active team starting on Wednesday? Ooh, Seattle I think- and New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So Philly, the New teams Jersey, that Seattle. were bad last year and think they're going to be good. Teams be- that have actual cap space to play with. Ottawa yeah. also. Yeah. Ottawa's yeah. going to do something dumb with their money. I don't know why. Teams that have cap space think they're ready to win when they clearly aren't and are stupid. And every team you've mentioned is that. Yeah, if they made uh, that criteria, way, then yes. I don't know what? what I was going to make a fucking – no, don't make it. Nope. Okay. Stop worth it. It's not worth stupid that low. It's not worth it. No. Get the fucking from, it's not fucking worth it. <laughs> this is from your brother, Holy Schmidt. What would it take for Malkin to leave the Penguins in free agency, which has already happened? And do you think he likes Seattle? I I would love to see him in Seattle. I genuinely think I'd love to see him in Seattle. I think he stays in the East, but that's just a gut feeling based on where he lives. And what's going to change him is the term. Like, Jacob yeah. said it multiple times. Yeah. If he gets four years or five years yeah. for someone, he's fucking going. Like, it's, There's no, it's yeah. fucking – it's guaranteed contracts. People need to remember this. It's not like yeah. the NFL where you can just get cut on a lift. Like, as yeah. soon as you put your name on that paper, you are getting, getting that money one way or another. Yeah, so my favorite one is whenever – like, the Vaughn Miller one where it was like, holy shit, it's like, nah, fourth year comes, he's cut. Stop salmon hockey. You get five years. You're paid five years. Latang's getting six million at fucking forty one. That's why, like, term talks in the NHL. Let's just put it that way. It's not even like there's a reason that the like yeah the salary caps. The reason the contracts don't go like over like stupid stupid high, but but the term is the reason that these deal like no other league you get eight year contracts besides like baseball and like. Yeah. The occasional like Patrick Mahomes contract. Like Yeah. Dude. Roster security is such a big thing these free agents look at. Like look at Nick Paul for God's sakes. He got a seven year deal. Yeah. Like, oh man. Could he have got more AAV somewhere else? Probably. When you've got seven years, probably not. Well, you got that security, baby. You get like twenty-two million over. And all it takes, all it takes. You got to remember, these guys are professionals. You blow your knee out once, and you're not the same. You're not getting paid. If you're on a one-year deal and you blow your knee up, fucked. That's why you look at a guy like Kadri and like Kadri just needs to go get whoever's going to pay him the most money. I don't care. Yeah, you got your cup. Go get whoever gives you the most money. You're the bag. That's why I genuinely think Detroit's the place he goes because Detroit can give him like nine mil. Yep. Which is overpaying him, but that's for you. Don't from a player perspective, you, you do care. that. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is from Tate. Uh, do the Blackhawks even win 20 games? And thoughts on inevitable third-line center Reese Johnson to see if once Taves leaves. Oh. What bad contract players are you targeting if you're Kyle Davis? So one thing is that uh, no matter how bad the Blackhawks are going to be, I don't think Reese Johnson is going to be enough to center. I, Reese Johnson is going to be on the fourth line. You know that, right? Like, he's there. He's there whether you like it or not, probably. Yeah, it's I don't know because... if he's going to be second-line center, but he's going to be on the team. Anyways, um, 
I do, I do think the yeah. Blackhawks win more than 20 games. Like, even though they're going to be yeah. bad, I don't even think they win 30. They're not going to yeah. win. Just I was just about to ask. I'd who's the like last 20. team to not win 20? Yeah, I'd say like tw- like twenty mid twenties. Yeah. Like I'd say twenty five wins. Hockey is a sport where a rubber disc decides your fate. Yeah, and, um, they're gonna get that rubber disc to go their way a lot more than people realize. Twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. Twenty five times. Yeah. yeah. Here's a good one for you. How bad the Sabers were in the McEichel year? They had twenty three wins. Yeah. Dude, Colorado had like less than fifty yeah. points one year. Like, and they still had over twenty wins. Yeah, yeah it's no. just it, under twenty is stupid. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way you lose. It, it, it's it's, it's and it's not There's like too much parody in this league. It's it's, it's it would be if you could do it, you're impressive because it's dude. If shitty fucking Arizona couldn't do it last year when they were genuinely trying to tank, That's you're not. That's all I'm gonna say. Like if Arizona couldn't even get less than 20 wins last year, you're good. Yeah. This league is too unpredictable for you not to get at least 20 wins. At least in my opinion. Um, I guess the second part of that question, what bad contract players are you targeting if you're Kyle Davidson? One thing, I don't have any specific players in mind, but if there's guys like one year, two years left, and you get a decent sweetener, take it on. Like, yeah. um, Not like a bad player, but like if there's a Shane Gostaspear-esque player out there and someone's like, here, let's take your second. I'll give you a second to take this on. You do it. And also, I think – the Blackhawks could be in a lot of like three-way trades where like they retain Tower and get like a mid. Or you have to, yeah, you have to be careful with that too because like you only have three spots yeah. and with Taves and Kane coming out, you have, you have yeah. to keep at least two of them open. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough mm-hmm. one, but you could be a three-team in those where like you take back the bad salary coming one. Yeah, or just take a bad contract I, on. I, yeah. I genuinely um, don't think the Blackhawks are going to get their bad contract this year. It's next offseason, and I'm genuinely praying that Sergei Bobrovsky has his bad year next year. Because that's yeah. the deal that genuinely yeah. makes there's, the most there's sense. Also, the yeah, there's a lot to look at with it, too. you got to remember, this isn't Chicago when you guys are good. This is going to be Chicago when you're bad. Not a lot of people are going to wave there. Yeah. You're going to be one of those teams where it's, oh, it's the seven Canadian teams and Arizona and Chicago. Mm-hmm. You got to be, you know, realistic. So you got to look for somebody with either no claws or three teams they won't go to. And you don't want term. Don't take someone with three or four years unless you're getting something that's. Yeah, I go. No, well. here's the, the only reason I bring up Obrovsky is because, like, I've genuinely looked at this team's cap situation into the future, like, four years. They are not going to be able to hit the cap floor in two years. No, that's fair. They need they a really have like Jeff Jones on yeah. In that Murphy situation, it's enough. fair. You probably like they need a Jeff Skinner. Like they literally yeah. need a contract like that. Thing. Anything over two years, though, you're getting stupid amount of return. Like if you take Bobrovsky, you're getting a lot. That's the point, though. Yeah. that's literally the point. And then Bobrovsky can also be a mentor to like your Camesso. Oh yeah. Like. That's that's the whole reason I bring that name up. It's not this year; it's next year or the year after that when yeah, that he starts stinking and spent. Well, and more importantly, Spencer Knight gets good and Bobrovsky kind of forces his hand on them because it's going to happen eventually. Like Pierce, we've talked about this. Bobrovsky probably is going to get bought out in three years tops. Mm-hmm. There's no Plus, way he yeah. sticks around. No, especially with Spencer Knight coming up. Not to be that guy either. Looking a year in the head, next year's free agents class is way fucking better. Let yeah, but you can say that about like a year out of any free agent classes. No, I know. But with all the time they come up, people always want to dump for the better classes. This year, it's really just Goudreau and Kadri. Next year, it could be Pasternak and Dylan Larkin. 
Yeah, Larkin's deal's going to get done, though, from what it sounds like. Of course. I just mean, though, like, there's a lot of players here. There's going to be two that make it. And Timo teams are gonna, one. Teams are going to want to dump to get one of those guys, and you hope that that's when you pick up your bad deal. Maybe it's because Florida's got to get Huberto done. Maybe you get uh, Barofsky then. And if they're in a tight bind to get that done, you're going to get a lot of fucking... No, that's the point, Jacob. I'm not saying go trade for Bobrovsky just because you need to hit the cap. No, no. I'm saying that's that's going to be a very intriguing team to watch Mm. over the next two years because they're not going to have space. If you're just trying to hit the cap floor, you just give like... A couple of guys who are worth two million, three or four million for a year, and you just oh that's yeah, no, but I'm genuinely talking yeah. about like a move that not only you're getting a guy who gets you to the floor, but a guy who's going to help your team going forward. That's and that's not this offseason. I need to stress that as many times as possible. This the Bobrovsky move would happen either after the 2023 draft or it would happen after the 2024 draft. Even this is way down the line. Yeah, it's but not this. it's. Because Bobrovsky's got five more years left. You got to remember. So, like, they can pick up that deal at the tail end, or not yeah. five. He might have four more years, but you yeah. know what I mean? They're not with the deal yet. Like, yeah. dude, they can pick that up. No, I, I it's, not, it's not this year. It's later. Way later. Because oh, clearly they don't need to get a good goalie right now. What I'm trying to do. Oh. Anyways, Austin Matthews to Chicago 2024. See, here's finally on the wagon. Let's go. Oh, I've been on the wagon. <laughs> Everyone thought yeah, it was going to be Bedard and Matthews out. in Arizona. It's actually Bedard and Matthews in fucking. Uh, Don't Florida. tell anyone that's not a Blackhawks fan that because they'll start crying. It's okay. You guys can have Matthews in 2024. I get Sam Reinhart back in 2024. That's all that matters. Oh, is he going to have his Brandon Saad moment? <laughs> He's a free no, agent. Moment. He's a free agent in two years. Wait, is Matthews 2024, 2025? Yeah, 2024. He's 2024. So Matthews, Matthews, Kobe, mm. Stamkos, Aho. That's when Korchinski's going to be up. That's when Nadar's going to be up. That's when Bedard's going to be up. Here's, I'm telling you, that's the window. You need to get enough fucking pieces by that. Dude, you don't even have to get a goalie just to just fucking sign Connor Hellebuck for $86 million. Be fine. That's what I'm fucking saying, Brooksy. Jesus. Kyle Davidson, he's big brain in this shit. I he knows what he's doing. Uh, Boy Wonder's working with Magic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about. That was, it for that was all the questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, great show. Yeah, great show. Always great to have you on, Jacob. Maybe it's weird. This is the first podcast we've done like virtually in like a week. Um, some <laughs> news on the, the couch. <laughs> yeah, some news on the podcast. We're gonna be switching to once a week now with the podcast, or like just like Blackhawks talk podcast, because like it just it didn't feel repetitive, but it just felt like how many times can you say oh Blackhawks lost? There's gonna be a lot of that this year. I feel like if we mm-hmm. keep it to one a week and we like can see a bigger picture with three or four if you can games, keep it to one two, a week and you can talk about every game and bring out the positives. Yeah, so there's gonna be a game. Yeah, game by game by the time, like, oh, they lost again. At least, like, with, like, two or three or even four games, like, you'd see mm-hmm. progression, be like, oh, this will happen. Well, just, there's other stuff to talk about, too. A lot can happen. But, and you could be like, oh, hey, look, Colorado's on a seven-game win streak now. Yeah. Well, McCarr's got 58 points in two games. That being said, once, obviously, the playoffs, like, trade deadline playoffs and draft happens, we'll be doing multiple podcasts a week. And also, since the Blackhawks are going to be shit and – there's actually prospects to look after. We're going to be doing a prospect series every alternating Wednesday. So that means like, 
I don't know how many like the world. There's gonna be a world juniors gonna be Ivan Olenka in, in August, which is crazy to me. Like, there's gonna be a lot to talk oh, about. So we'll be able is. to start that in. Yeah. There's actually be stuff to do in the off season for once. That's yeah. so weird to think about. I hate that. I mean, I love that, but I hate thinking <laughs> about that. No, it yeah, was funny because... to talk about. Yeah. Sorry, Pierce. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I. This is funny because we're talking about the world juniors in Edmonton because. We were talking to Emily Kaplan about the draft, and Pierce was just like, well, I cut off the draft at Edmonton. And Emily Kaplan's like, oh, shut up. You guys get enough. You're really <laughs> getting the World Juniors this year. I was just like, oh, oh shut man. up. You get enough. Love that. She didn't think she should. No, it but like, it was just like, the, doesn't matter. She's like, you guys get enough. <laughs> like, oh, it was funny. She isn't wrong, though. She was kind yeah. of spitting. But, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to that. Honestly, looking forward to that more than talking about the Blackhawks. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. We're going to be stri- live streaming the free agency on Wednesday. We're going to probably do a podcast to wrap that up maybe a day or two after. And then it's going to be off season. Not going to be too much. However, like once it's August and there's a World Juniors, we're probably going to talk a bit about it. But, uh, yeah, other than that, enjoy your summer. And we shall see you in the fall. Peace out.